0: Hello, I am Eagle. Eagle Gardens. Eagle Gardens 1 on Instagram. And this is fucking talking shit with Eagle. This is episode number 37. Can you believe it? 37. I hope you guys have had a wonderful Friday. I know I have. We have a great couple tonight joining us. Kino's Genetics. O's Genetics. I know I still messed it up I still butchered it thank you guys for joining me can you tell 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 us how to find you and uh, how you guys are doing tonight yeah we're doing good doing good hi guys um so yeah how to find us it's kineos
1: genetics um we're on on uh, ig uh that's where we do a lot of our you know work so um kineos genetics on ig this is Mrs. Kineos Genetics right here. Yeah,
2: mrs. Genetics on IG for me. Um, kineosgenetics.com is our website. You can find our full menu there, a little bit about us, a little bit about our grow. There's some links to Canafan. We're going to have to get some links to Eagle Gardens up on the Canafam page now. Right, right. We got a, a page for all of our, our fan people like Dizzy and Pedro and Fodder and, and Ruby and, and the Mendo boys and everything with links to everybody. So we'll have to get you on there.
0: <laughs> I appreciate that. Boy, did you guys see that Mendo video today? How cool was that? I yeah. mean, we're in
1: it. We're in it.
0: <laughs> oh, that's even cooler. Yeah. <laughs> we passed to Fada.
1: She passed the, the joint to Fada. Yep.
0: Fada Mike. Oh, that, that's pretty awesome.
1: Yeah.
0: It was you know, I I liked the idea when he was telling me about it the other night, but when I watched the video today, it was even cooler than. Uh, it just it played out very well. I mean, it it seemed very natural, the flow of the pass and uh, yeah. Yeah, I cool he did video. a great
2: job with the editing there and making sure that the people were passing the right way. And I loved it. There was a moment where somebody took it from the same side and passed it. So they used that moment to flip it around to the people who were passing it the other way. It was really well done. Yeah, it
1: was cool. Very cool.
0: Yeah, I even liked uh, when they passed, they, the one guy passed a bong and they even, uh, when they even it even looked good there cuz the guy kind of like nodded like okay and he grabbed it <laughs> right yeah, it, was, it was a good video i was uh i was pretty impressed and how awesome to be in it that's that's forever right there guys can't take that back you're in a video forever that's pretty right? awesome right yeah
1: yeah it was really cool
0: that's, that's a pretty awesome deal i am I'm impressed i haven't, i haven't never got to be in a video that's pretty awesome that's up <laughs> <how, laughs> <laughs> I'm jealous, especially Mendo dope videos. Yeah,
1: right. <laughs> yeah, we love the wow. boys. We've seen them a couple of times. We saw him in Boston at the uh, at the Freedom Fest, the Freedom Rally, uh, the last two years in a row. As a matter of fact, that's probably not the first time I've been in a video with Mendo. The, this past year at the Freedom Rally, the Misses here got up on stage with Old E and spit the lyrics to uh, "To Smoke Alarm." Uh, if any of you guys were there, that yeah, was yeah. her.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty awesome, man. That's really awesome.
2: Yeah, that was that was That's pretty really gutsy. Cool.
0: <laughs> well, it sounds like this is going to be a great uh, a great night, a great interview. I mean, it's already starting out pretty fun already. So I can imagine how the rest of this is going to play out. Uh, so where do you guys want to start this? You know, do you guys, you know, I usually started out when you guys started out with your cannabis, when you, you know, when you're introduced to cannabis.
1: All right. But, well, uh, that was me first. So, <laughs> I mean, I can start here, I guess. Um, I was, uh, Raised in the '70s and '80s, um, so I started smoking in '84. Um, we're uh, we're in rural Maine, um, so we're you know kind of behind the times a little bit by a couple of years. But about about '84, you know the 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 Mexican dirt weed was going around. We called it the dirt weed, the brick weed. Uh, the Mexican was going around. Um, you know, the Colombian gold was popular and uh, the Panama red. But the first time I got high, personally, um, it was a uh, tie stick. Um, and uh, it, it, it knocked me on my ass. I actually had, had smoked a bag with a friend of um, Colombian gold. And I didn't get anything off the whole bag. Um, so I kind of put it down for, for a couple of months, I think. And uh, then I got got word around school that uh, that this um, this tie stick was going around. Um, so, I well, what the hell? So I grabbed a couple of joints of it and uh, it knocked me on my ass. So that's what started it for me. Um, I started growing in the early 90s by the time I had moved out on my own. Um, you know. You were talking to uh, talking to somebody the other day about some setups. I think it was the night you guys were talking about the, all the LED stuff there, Sunday night maybe, and it, it got me thinking about that first grow, which was nothing but a closet and a couple of uh, you know fluorescent shop lights and a fan, and you know maybe cost me thirty bucks to get set up and some bag seed, and uh, you know that that was my beginning. Um, and we're talking probably, I don't know, 90, 91, some, somewhere in there. And I kind of, I don't know, I grew off and on um, since then, a little bit off in the 90s. I got into some other stuff, always been a smoker, but uh, but had family and all that. So I kind of got out of the growing for a little bit. But uh, somewhere around 2000, I'm going to say four, maybe I got back into it. Um, and started uh, started breeding uh, about 2009. So, yeah. Do you want to go ahead and um, pick it up there? I'm going to age him when I start talking though.
2: Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, because I, I started smoking in 2003. I was my senior year <laughs> of high school. Um, there's a a small town a little ways off from here that's pretty popular, like party town for the high school kids. And my boyfriend at that time was like the pot grower of the town. Like everybody went to him for their weed and he wound up rolling a joint one night and I said to hell with it. Why not? And I grabbed it and started smoking and.
1: Hadn't stopped, huh?
2: Well, I did stop for a little while when I left for, for the army, but I think about a month after I came back, I was smoking again. So, and I haven't stopped since then. Um, never really grew my own until we got together and he was already well established and taught me pretty much everything I know about growing at this point.
1: Yeah. It's been a, been a couple of years now. She's kicking <laughs> ass. We met in 2017. Um, we were working together, um, counting inventory.
2: Yeah. It was our job to go into stores in the wee hours of the morning and scan <laughs> every barcode in the store to count all of the products. So we got a lot of time to talk because there's not much else to do.
1: So we smoked together a little bit, a couple of times. And I remember one time in particular, she was, I think she was out and, uh, asked me for a little bit of smoke and, I had something in the car, Um, it was just something I had, you know, handy in the car, it wasn't anything special, I think it was, it was some of my, uh, it was uh, Big Lights, wasn't it? Yep. The BC Big Bud Northern Lights Cross that I've got, Um, and uh, so, you know, a little on the sativa side, good kind of up kind of thing, it was something that I just, you know, daytime kind of smoke, so. I gave her some of that, and uh, she come back the next day and said, uh, what the hell was that? That knocked me on my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I called it the magic munchie make- maker, because I have major stomach
2: problems, and if I don't smoke, I don't eat, and I don't think I ever ate so much in my life <laughs> as I
1: did that night. Yeah, it's a wicked munchie maker. So, um, so yeah, that's kind of how we met. Um, and, uh, and
2: then we had the same car.
1: oh yeah 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 I needed a set of tires
2: I was getting a new car so I sold him the tires off my car and we pulled into a parking lot and swapped the tires out on the two cars and I think I kind of impressed him being a girl and totally holding my own changing tires next to him
1: (laughs) we changed eight tires in about half an hour 40 minutes tops Uh, and I was impressed because she kept right up with me (laughs) it's like she's a woman that doesn't mind getting her hands dirty you know I like that, so, so, and yeah, it it pretty much took off from there, didn't it? Yeah, I think we were dating less than a week later. Um, Then we got married in 2018 because, I guess, weed brought us together. We got married on 420. Um,
2: Probably the only bride to have the words Method 7 in her vows.
0: (laughs) Well, we know that uh, you do change uh, share the day with... Jack Greenstock that just popped yeah. in the chat uh, they were married <laughs> on the same day but I don't believe Method 7 was in their vows. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs>
2: <laughs> I promised him I'd always share his Method 7 vision of the world so
0: <laughs> it's pretty fucking awesome guys yeah. it's, so, it's really so, awesome
2: our wedding bands you can't see it but our wedding bands have pot leaves on them <laughs>
0: That's that's some dedication right there to the plant, man. I am very impressed with you guys thus far. Keep going. This is an awesome story. Don't let me interrupt you.
2: And you're going to love the honeymoon story. Yeah, I exactly. Mean, we called it the Weed Nerd Wedding and the Honeymoon High Road Trip. So Holy we started God. here in Maine, and we drove a teeny tiny little Toyota Yaris, 10,000 miles. It was a
1: rental.
2: Yes, a rental. Dear God, I'd never own one. <laughs> 10,000 miles from Maine to Ukiah, California, home of Mendo Dope, and back, and stopped and saw everything we could squeeze in in three weeks. So we planned it well in advance and posted on Instagram that we were looking to meet every weed nerd we could along the way, basically.
0: That is... Uh... That's amazing. That's really cool. That's super cool. That's like beyond <laughs> cool. That's that's really cool.
1: It was a uh, blast for sure.
0: So, was weed. you able to, uh, you know, take up a lot of weed nerds on that mission there? Well, I, I I think the response we got from that from
1: that Instagram post, we we got a response from Father and Ruby, and uh, we got a got a response from Pedro and Dizzy, and uh, and that was it. It was just just that, well, and that was good enough for us. Well, hey, great. Yeah,
0: that's, um, that's like, two you know. amazing responses right there. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Um,
1: exactly. So so we were happy with that. You know, we had hit up Sub. We had hit up uh, Mendo. Uh, the Mendo. Mendo Dope Boys. Um, I don't remember. Anyway, so yeah. Um, so we headed out from Maine. Um, the first place we stopped was the uh, Ben and Jerry's factory in Vermont. And had ice cream for breakfast, because, you know, adults, you can do that. <laughs> then
2: we hit Niagara Falls. At night, which is absolutely gorgeous. Awesome. If you ever go to Niagara Falls, I recommend making sure you stay for nightfall, because they light it up, and it's so beautiful. And then what? Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Rock and Roll Hall of Fame after that. Rock and Roll. Spent the whole day there. Could have spent a week inside that place and still not seen everything. <laughs> yeah. Now we hit Route 66. And we drove most of Route 66
1: to Arizona,
2: all the way down to Arizona.
1: Uh, My oldest kids live in Arizona, um, 27 and 28. Now, um, my 27 year old has two children. So I've got two little grandchildren out there. Um, so we visited with them for a couple of days. Um, and then we headed to California, right? Did Sedona. Yes. We went up and did Sedona. Sedona Beautiful. Yeah, we absolutely. Went in, crossed into California. Uh, did the Winchester Mystery House? In Have you San seen Honte. that thing? This this woman went
2: like crazy and was she claimed she was haunted by the ghosts of people who were killed by the Winchester rifle and couldn't ever stop building on her house. When she died, she had built 160 some odd rooms. With all kinds of crazy stuff, like windows in the middle of floors and stairs that lead to nowhere, doors that open up to walls and all kinds of craziness. So we got to tour that place and see like 110 of the rooms.
1: Then we crossed the Gate bridge and went up the coast to California. I had never been there myself. I mean, I've always been on the East Coast. Um, so that was really cool.
2: So we got to see sunset in California, which, you know, we live in Maine, so we see sunrise on the East Coast every day. But we'd never seen sunset on the West Coast. And then we went to Montgomery Woods, where Mendo shoots a lot of their music videos. So we went out and walked the Redwoods, you know. Never seen a Redwood before. Yeah. Nope. that was amazing. It's a beautiful country they got up there.
0: That's where they shot. I'm from the mountains, right? Yes. (coughs)
1: Uh, Then what? Then
0: Um, we came
2: down and met Soil King. Yeah,
1: we we stopped in in Cloverdale at the Soil King Garden Center. And you want to take that one?
2: (laughs) Yeah, we... we, It was really cool. We pulled in and it was a Sunday and they were still supposed to be open, (laughs) but when we showed up, for some reason, they were closed and... We were pretty sad because you know we were really hoping to you know get a bag of big roots to take home with us because can't find it here anywhere. It doesn't exist over here. So we're walking around taking pictures of the outside. So you know at least we had some memory of being there. And this guy comes out from out back in the soil yard, and we're like, you know, it's such, we're such a shame. That the store's closed. We came all the way from Maine. So he starts knocking on the door to the store. And one of the girls opens the door and he goes, dude, these guys came from Maine. You need to open this store up and let them in. So they opened the store for us so that we could come in and check the store out. And we're sitting there talking with them and everything and telling them, you know, what we were doing. And how it was our honeymoon trip and everything. So one of them goes out back. We didn't know this at the time, but went out back and called Pat. (laughs) called the Soil King himself and told him about us. And Pat told them, whatever you do, don't let them leave until I get there. So we're sitting there just, you know, shooting the shit with everybody talking and they're like, you can't leave yet. You can't leave yet. You gotta stay a little longer. You just gotta stay a little longer. And all of a sudden we hear Mendo Dope blasting out of this big truck that's pulling up and out jumps Pat and his friend with a camera. And he walks in and does like this whole big interview with us about our honeymoon trip and everything winds up giving us a bunch of t-shirts and stuff and we get our soil and it was just an absolutely great experience like he took time out of an extremely busy day because that's awesome his kids cars had just been broken into and all their stuff had been stolen and that's why the shop was closed was they were going out to replace their stuff and he took the time out of that kind of a day to stop and talk with us and it was quite a relationship. So we got our bag of soil and brought it home with us. And it was an awesome day. Yeah. Yeah. That was a great day.
1: So uh, let's see. Awesome. After that, we headed to what? Yosemite, right? Yosemite after that. By then, we had lined up to meet up with Father and Ruby and actually do the, uh, to do the wake and bake with them. So we were like, cool, let's make that happen. So we went to Yosemite. Uh, from Yosemite we just i mean I'm talking just like we did this stuff that one day we, we were at Yosemite one day we went you know the next day we went to Vegas uh, the next morning we went to the Hoover Dam Hoover Dam and then it was straight to Fodder and Rubies
2: we made it to Fodder and Rubies Tuesday at 4:23 I'll never forget it because I sped so hard it's not even funny trying Try to, to make it down, for 4:20 and we were three minutes late. <laughs> and we had just planned on staying for a little while. And, you know, we didn't want to impose. We'd never met them before. And Fada was not having it. We were not leaving his house. It wasn't happening. They insisted. We were staying the night. They were buying pizza. We were doing the wake and fake. And that was all there was to it. They were so incredibly (laughs) generous and kind to people they didn't even know fodder and ruby are like two of the most generous caring people i think i've ever met in my life yep but i know fodder's in that chat and he's listening
0: he is (laughs) (laughs) i don't i've never got the experience to meet him like that but he was sure gracious enough to come on here and talk with me and didn't take yeah. much it was a pretty awesome experience what a great honeymoon i mean i can't imagine <laughs> i mean 420 all this great travel meet great people i mean what an amazing start to uh, a relationship or you know or yeah
2: a- that was the idea yeah and we did the wake and bake with them and we had breakfast with them and headed out and did the grand canyon that afternoon made it to Colorado by nightfall, then went to Pedro and Dizzy's, and let me tell you, there are no dabs on the planet that will get you more high than what comes out of Pedro's press. Nothing will get you more stoned.
0: I can believe that. I've seen some of that rosin come out. Yeah, that's crazy, huh? Beautiful. beautiful. He does excellent work over there. I hope to be able to take him up on some of them someday he did we throw me a- an invite on 420 hopefully someday <laughs> i can take him up on that.
2: <laughs> we spent a few hours definitely there yes definitely we spent a few hours there getting to know them they were really awesome too we headed out of there so high <laughs> that we barely remember the like three hours it took for us to drive across the Rocky Mountains to the Stanley Hotel. So not only were we, you know, mentally high from being at Pedro and Dizzy's, but we were like, you know, 15,000 feet in the air at the same time. 14, but. 14, okay, that was close. But then we made it to the Stanley, we pulled into the Stanley Hotel around midnight. I don't know if you know what the Stanley Hotel is, but we're from Maine. Stephen King is like, you know, the biggest thing to ever come from Maine. He wrote a book called The Shining. The Shining was inspired by, and takes place at the Stanley Hotel in Colorado. It's one of the very few stories Stephen King writes that doesn't exist in Maine. So seeing a Stephen King location is usually pretty easy for us, but the Stanley's almost impossible. So we got to stay in the Stanley, which is supposedly extremely haunted. And it's absolutely beautiful.
0: It'd be pretty crazy (laughs) all in itself. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, that that was was
1: amazing. Good night. The guy was cool too. We rolled in at like midnight and he gave us, he upgraded our room and it was awesome.
2: Gave us all kinds of special stuff to remember the the hotel by and everything. It was pretty amazing. The next day we did Yellowstone, which I highly recommend if you enjoy wildlife. Buffalo and wolves and elk and uh, uh, bighorn sheep and just absolutely full of wildlife. But oh my God, does it smell?
1: Yeah, the sulfur is wicked.
2: Yeah, I'm allergic to sulfur. So by the time we were done, I was pretty sick to my stomach. I couldn't spend more than a, a you know an
1: afternoon there. And then almost done what do we have left Deadwood Deadwood, Deadwood was awesome. We went to Shell Deadwood. We love Deadwood the show. It was really cool. So
2: um, we saw where the the place where Wild Bill Hickok was shot. We saw his burial site, Calamity Jane's burial site, Seth Bullock's burial site, the Bullock Hotel. That was pretty amazing. And then we went to Mount Rushmore.
1: Yeah. Saw Mount, Mount Rushmore. Rushmore. And then finally, and then we headed home basically.
2: Ninety eight hundred uh, miles had later. It by then
1: and we were about two weeks in and we were, you know, almost two and a half weeks in, and we about had it by then. So it's time to head home. So um it was like twenty eight days and nine thousand miles on a little Yaris <laughs> back to the gills with
2: you should have seen the rental lady's face when she figured out we packed on 10,000 miles in like three weeks. She's like, that can't, that she went out and checked because she didn't think she had read this, the odometer right the first time. She's no way. You couldn't have done that. <laughs> yeah, we did.
0: <laughs> I'd have been like, you're right. I, we didn't. It's broke. <laughs> and they're probably charging <laughs> you by the mile.
2: <laughs> hey, man, Absolutely we were nice. We, uh, we we changed the oil in California. We were nice.
1: <laughs> we did too. And
0: most people, up, most people wouldn't have. That's for sure. That's yeah. that's pretty good of you. Yeah, I, I, I was
1: worried say. about it making it home, so I did. <laughs> yeah.
0: What an amazing adventure! What a, I mean, just when I thought you you guys had a great trip going, you threw more on top of it. Yeah. Yeah. You guys pretty awesome couple you guys are obviously no stranger to fun that's for sure I
2: mean how often are you gonna
1: do something
2: like that you know
1: it was if you're gonna do it go big or go home right the experience of a lifetime um I'm turning 50 this year um I've got four kids I've I've been a dad for you know 28 years of my life so you know I saw it and my kids are all pretty much grown now um, I now have two stepchildren
2: between so the two of us. we've got six
1: It continues, but um mine you know, are thirteen and ten. I saw it as a as a bucket list thing, you know these were all kinds of places that I wanted to see in my life and and we just knocked a lot of them off, so it was great. It was a good three weeks, that's for sure.
3: yeah.
0: Oh, it's it's pretty incredible. It's like super incredible, to be honest with you. So when did you uh you said you started uh growing early on? Uh how did you start growing? Uh, what was your system? Uh, did you start growing in dirt cocoa? Uh,
1: yeah, well, I mean, like I like I said, we're rural Maine. Money's hard to come by. Money's really tight. I I had kitchen jobs for a good part of my life I worked in kitchens and you know cooking and that kind of thing um and and getting by just above minimum wage you know um and a family and all that so um so money's tight and so I just started out I mean I remember starting out as simple as I could like I said a couple of fluorescent shop lights you know uh and uh, you know t-12s and uh <laughs> a fan kicking around and, you know, maybe put $30 into it. And, and it always, of course it, it always builds from there. You know, the, the, the next room you have gets that much better. And that next one gets that much better. And you buy this new piece of equipment and whatever. And, you know, before you know it, you know, you're there doing what you want to do. So it took a lot of years and it was, uh, so yeah, um, HPS is what I really had moved to. Um, in 2000s, 2000, uh, 2004, when I kind of started back up again, um, and, uh, soil. So I always kind of done a, 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 super soil mix or at least a modified one. Um, now we use, uh, we've used up until now we're playing around with some different stuff, playing around with big roots and some things like that, but, uh, um use a pro mix mix with you know worm castings that we make. Um what else on down to earth, you know, all kinds of the down down to earth amendments.
2: Coast of Maine lobster compost. We Coast just started using that because we just started carrying them. Throw a bag of that in the mix. <clears throat> uh pit moss it's a great product oh, yeah, that like moss. nobody knows about yet, but it's made from upcycled paper fiber, if you've ever heard of it. Pit moss. Um they make a few different varieties. We carry the plentiful blend here. And it's, it's like recycled newspaper that they've, they've treated properly. And it's uh, enhanced with uh, chicken manure and a little clean source compost. Um, but it makes the soil <laughs> so fluffy. Like we mix it, it in. it out big time. We mix it in with a bale of ProMix and it practically doubles the bale's volume by adding one bag to it because it's got this light aeration and it really holds water. So your plants stay wet for longer, but don't stay soaked.
0: Sounds like an interesting product. It really does. Yeah. I mean, as long so as you can keep that aeration. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly.
2: It helps really prevent soil compacting.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it keeps the air in there. And really, yeah, I think it's given the roots a good place to, to work around
2: so and if you do a living soil the worms absolutely love it so the worms will eat it all up and leave these nice big beautiful holes in their you know in their place in the soil
0: that's what i was just getting ready to ask was uh you know even if you put worms in there they like to eat the paper right so uh yeah that'd be a perfect uh like food for them and yeah like you said they're just feeding you know they're eating and just feeding it back yeah it sounds like a a really awesome deal there. I, yeah. I wonder if we have something like that in Michigan or if it's something like that's available in Michigan. I've never seen nothing like
2: that. Um, you can order it right off of pitmoss.com. Uh, they have a store locator on their website so if, if someone around you does sell it, you can find it there but they, they ship.
1: And it's bl- it's light too. So Yeah,
2: it's super light so it like weighs nothing. Yeah. So it's it's pretty easy to ship.
0: Sweet. I'm, I'm going to look into that. So yeah, be, yeah, yeah, I think that'd be a good addition to my uh, chunky cocoa there. It'd slow down my water, so I get, keep my yeah. aeration. Give you a little air, exactly. Yeah,
1: yeah. And like I said, it does a lot to a bag. of I mean, we we used to fill up, um, what, 231-gallon. With the Bale Pro-Mix, we'd fill up 231-gallon containers. Um, and before we started adding that product, I mean, it would fill up. One and a half, maybe. Maybe if we were lucky, it would fill one and a half. Um, and not counting the lobster mix that we just recently started adding because we got Coast of Maine in our shop. Um, we uh, just add that and it would bring it to both containers full real easy.
2: Yeah. And, and it stays so light in the soil. Like you notice a difference when you lift your pot it doesn't weigh as much because the soil mix is much lighter. lighter. Yeah, yeah.
0: Sounds like a good so, awesome yeah, I, I, mean, I, I dropped
2: look. the product name in the chat for people who are struggling to hear me. Yeah, we've, so, we ran into uh, in an expo. Love expos, they're good for that.
0: They are, they are. So, do you guys want to, uh, like walk me through your like grow system, or do you want to talk uh, how you got to uh, breeding first?
1: Uh let's see. I don't know. What do you What do you think? Um, Which way do you want to do it? How we grow or
2: <laughs> what we breed? Yeah. Well, okay. How we grow? Okay. All right. I, so, well, we kind of yeah. just started the mix there. So we grow in soil,
1: obviously. And I keep it pretty simple. Um, we've got 24 spots. Um, it's just us and, and I have, we, I have two, uh, two patients that are relatives. Um, so I grow for them also. So it's, it's the four of us, six plants here in Maine. Um, so 24 plants total. Um, And we always keep it below that. We're at at 20 right now. Yeah. Um, Maybe 21. Um, So, you know, um, so yeah. Uh, We run a perpetual harvest. Yeah. So
2: normally we're harvesting two or three plants every week. Right now we're not harvesting anything because we just had to start over and
1: reset everything clean both rooms and start over um bought a new light set up a new light so we're trying that out we're trying to dial everything in right now and get back going again but
2: uh yeah so the soil mix we do a pro mix and the pit moss and the lobster compost from coast of Maine with the down to earth dry amendments and we do a product called frass valley it's an insect frass uh amazing stuff full of chitin plants absolutely love it makes nice thick stalks
1: uh the worm castings we got two tubs going yeah of worms red wigglers he does that that's his his thing
2: he he makes he makes worm (laughs) castings very well (laughs) um in
0: a sense of ingredients good canvas in my book
2: yeah absolutely yeah yeah absolutely and we're a family of four that eats a lot of veggies so the worms are great at reducing our waste um there they are then they come into my room i take care of veg yeah she like, takes
1: care of the veg that's room my, completely she saved that's my room <laughs> she saved a lot of time because she comes right down helps me out every every night um and she's learned so much it's freaking amazing um so yeah she comes down and helps me and she does the bedroom pretty much and i do the flower room and we get it banged out at the same time so it doesn't take all night to take care of two rooms like that i mean like i said i've got about 20 right now in the flower room and there can be what 30 (laughs) 40 50 in the bedroom (laughs) right
2: i have counted 70 at one point (laughs) because we had so many seedlings going yeah um but yeah so I'm, I'm big on my veg plants. I, I love my babies. They speak to me. A lot of people neglect their veg plants and it makes me sad. Like when we have testers, you know, a lot of our testers don't show us anything until flower because what matters about flower? But to me, the structure of the plant is extremely important before he gets it. So internodal spacing It's very important. How fast it grows is very important. Its color is important to me. The size of its fan leaves are important to me. You know, there's there's so much that matters to me in veg that a lot of people just kind of blow off because what's important is flower. But to me, veg is everything because I don't touch flowering plants.
0: Well, I've been testing a, a lot of seeds for a long time, and I was one of Subcool's uh, main testers. And I've always been a firm believer that uh, you shouldn't fuck with that thing the first round. You should let that tester grow up naturally to see what she's got before you should start manipulating plant. To me, the manipulation of the plant and to see what she's got is round two you should be able to see what she's got naturally to offer before you should even start manipulating the plant. My book, like you're saying, the structures, the structure of the plant's important. I mean, that's what you're trying to find out for the breeder is what, you know, what phenotypes are going to come out, how she's going to look like naturally. And you never will get that. If you start topping from right from the get, you'll never know. You just, will never know the true structure of the plant. So, I agree with you guys 100% on, on that so far. Just throwing that in there. It's a tester's input.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's awesome. That, that's, ex- and that's exactly it. We just, we keep it simple and we don't do, we don't play around too much. Yeah, um, I don't do a lot of training in veg. We can and will, but I like to keep it simple and, and just see what, like you said, what, what the plant's going to do naturally. Um,
2: I'll do lollipop. And I mean, you know, you got to clean up the bottom so that it can focus on, you know, what's actually getting some light. We don't do
1: big leaf strips. You know, we just here and there just to open up a bud or whatever, you know, get a little more light on that bud that's underneath it. Uh, remove those ones that are in the way. But other than that, we don't, we don't, we don't do the full leaf strip. I think that, you know, the plant uses those leaves and needs those leaves to pull that energy in. And I think the more, you know, available energy i guess you know the more beneficial that is so um we don't we don't pick them down too much we can do we'll do a little bit usually when we when we flip and then a couple three weeks in we'll do it again just to open them up and get some air in there
2: yeah so natural is better mother nature knows what she's doing
1: so, and Why we're, mess with her? Where we're, we're <laughs> breeding all the time, you know, and 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 I I grow a little bit of smoke for us, and I grow a little bit of smoke for for two relatives, and that's it. Um. So you know, the rest of it, it's 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 the breeding. It's about the seeds. Um. So we keep it pretty simple, and we get plenty of smoke off of that. Everything we need. So it's uh, the rest of it. Like I said, it's about the breeding. It's about the breeding room. So. Which is a separate place from where we've got the right. So you the know, veg and flower that we're talking about.
2: We have a veg room, a flower room, and a breeding room. So our our breeding takes place in an entirely different location, so that we can continue running our perpetual without risk of any cross pollination.
1: Always oh, take care of you know the two rooms first, then go to the breeding room. That's the last thing you do for the night. You know, always finish with that breeding room, so we're not accidentally spreading pollen.
0: But, uh, yeah, I think it's pretty awesome that you guys even work at the, uh, garden as a team, you know what I mean? That's, uh, that makes him, you guys even more of an awesome couple that you spend (laughs) the time together. No, seriously, because, you know, they could dominate a lot of time for one person.
2: Oh, we are together 24 seven. So, I mean, we we work the garden center together at the same time too. Yeah, that's
0: the other half (laughs) of what we do. Just a year
1: ago, uh, beginning of April, we uh, opened up a garden center. Um, The location that we're at, we're right on a main street. Um, We live upstairs. I built an apartment upstairs and the downstairs used to be a restaurant. Uh, There's a kitchen in the back and, and all this space and it's a commercial location, so we were able to open up a shop here. Um, so we, uh, we didn't go out and get a loan. Um, we don't have a $30,000, $40,000 loan over our heads. <laughs> we just uh, we opened up a shop out of pocket with about four or $5,000. We bought some soils. We got hooked up with Down to Earth um, and got- Of course, well, we got hooked up with the Soil of-
2: King. That was like our first phone call. Yeah. It's like, if we're gonna buy soil and truck it from somewhere, it, it's coming from the Soil King, so that that was our first purchase. was was a a pallet of of big roots for the store. Yeah,
1: we had to get Soil King here, so
2: so we basically tried to stock everything we were using at the time. So we reached out to every distributor we could think of that you know every product that we carried started reaching out to small businesses that might be willing to work with small amounts with us. Cause I mean, when you're starting with $5,000, you can't buy a lot of
1: product. Yeah. So we started simple and just kind of built it from there. You know, as we made a little bit of profit, we put that little bit of profit right back into the business, buy something new and, you know, just try and build it up. So now we've got it up to, you know, we've got a few nutrient lines in stock. We've got, uh, you know, pH ups and downs, and we've got, um, what else, hon, help me out here, uh, we I hooked up with Costa Maine um, soil, so we've got all their soil mixes, and <laughs> some nutrients. Jack Greenstock, sounds
2: like a grow store I'd like to go to, <laughs> yeah, um, it's all organic, we, we don't, carry any products we did in the beginning. We carried a few inorganic products. We had some people request some things from general hydroponics and things like that. And we carried it because we could get it and you know we wanted our customers to be satisfied. But then we decided those weren't really the kind of customers we wanted to satisfy. What we wanted to satisfy were the people who wanted to grow in a healthy manner that was going to be okay for our environment and better for themselves. So why pander to everybody instead of catering to the few? So we, it really sent us on a journey to discover new products that were on the market that people didn't know about. Like we discovered a new mycorrhizal fungi product that I'd personally never heard of. You know, everybody around here uses extreme gardening. Mycosinazos from extreme gardening is it. Everybody uses that. But we found Bigfoot. Bigfoot Mycorrhizae is a company out of Oregon, and they put kelp, biochar, worm castings, and humic acid inside their mycorrhizal fungi. So it's Use not, it as the inocul- inoculant. It's, yeah, the inoculant is actually a beneficial carrier. It's not just, you know, garbage that you're just tossing in to, to add the mycorrhizal fungi. It's got substance to it. And we picked up Sweetleaf, which was a completely vegan. Clean organic line that was made here in Maine that was endorsed by Danny Danko. We've never heard of it. We started using it. We absolutely love it. You know, we started researching products that people might not have heard of, but were a better alternative to things they were already using and decided that's what we were going to carry. We don't carry things like Fox Farm, we carry big roots because it's the better option. If you wanna grow in Fox Farm, our store is not the store for you. We would be happy to show you why you'd be better off growing in what we carry. But if that's not what you want, that's okay with us too. But it doesn't
1: mean we're gonna carry it. And where I said, you know, we didn't we didn't open it, you know, with a $30,000, $40,000 loan, it was hard to get Hawthorne. Um, to even pick us up, you know and and be able to to buy product from them. um, so we decided right right then and there that we're just we're not we're not going to. We're not gonna gonna buy that kind of product. We're gonna keep it organic and keep it clean and and uh, you know keep it out of out of the hands of of big agriculture. so um,
0: and as you guys go on, I just get more and more respect for you guys. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously, I mean I'm not bullshitting you guys. You guys are a fucking amazing couple. I hope you don't mind the swears. But no, yeah, no, guys... no, no,
2: no, hell no, hell no. Please I curse worse than a sailor. So
0: <laughs> I mean, seriously, to you know, own a store, but you know, only put out products that you approve of and stand by and not want to deal with other shit. And like yeah. you said, you know, if you don't if it, if it's not for you, that's cool. Hit the road. I totally totally admire the whole attitude and i don't mean to uh jump in here but i just wanted to say that oh please
2: jump in we appreciate (laughs) you that's
1: that's (laughs) cool
0: that's cool no it 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 is like that
1: it's it's rough um you know we're in northern maine and 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 northern mainers have a way about them Um, oh yes we are a stubborn people um so uh you know we we don't yeah, it's tough. It's tough. We're in a small area. We have only got 5,000 people in our area. We used to drive 30 miles to the nearest grocery store, which is why we opened this up um, and figured, you know, hey, we put $5,000 in. What's the worst thing that's going to happen is we're going to have a bunch of stuff that we can use in the garden <laughs> right? for the next couple it's of years. not going to
2: go to waste.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it was. Yeah. So go ahead.
2: So we also can stand by the fact that if it's on our store shelf, it's been in our garden. Yeah, we've tried. I don't know how many garden centers you can go to where they can say, I have used every single product that is on that shelf and can tell you just about everything you need to know about it. But I pride myself on the fact that we can do that. We can tell you if you should follow the dosage that's on the chart or if you should cut it in half. We can tell you if it's going to work in your hydro system or your cocoa, or if it is only gonna work in soil. We can tell you if it's going to feed your vegetable plants as well as it feeds cannabis plants. That, you know, we've done our research and tested every product that's on our, sto- our store shelves. We take one off of every shipment and use it. At least. At least. <laughs> Sometimes we end up scoffing, you know, quite a few because it ends up becoming part of our routine in our garden.
0: Well, that's just the benefit of uh, having your own store. You should be able to uh, get first dibs on <laughs> trying some products. And like you said, you're only uh, at that point, you know, driving home endorsement. You know what I'm saying? They <laughs> yay or nay. So, that's pretty awesome. If you haven't yet, can you please, uh, you know, give the store, you guys' uh, guys store a shout out, you know what I mean? So people could in Maine or who's hearing this, maybe they want to go on a honeymoon travel and end up at your guys' place. <laughs> yeah, if you guys ever come back, stuff.
2: it's Kineo's Garden Center or an 18 Main Street in Madison. We're totally Googleable, so. <laughs> yeah, right. Kineo's Garden Center. We're also
0: on Instagram, so. Nice. Yeah, there's no reason why you guys, I mean, I'm sure everybody that's listened to this, if they're close to you, I, I know I I like supporting the little guys, and especially a store like you guys itself that uh, packs all their products. You're right, because most growth stores you go into, they're willing to sell you anything that you're staring at on the fucking right. counter there. And they're happy, you know. Don't even bat an eye. And if you need it or not, there, here you go. Let's put that in your car. Yeah. What else do you need? Oh yeah, we'll give it. You sure you don't want a gallon of that? But you know, yeah,
2: exactly. And the lack of knowledge at some of these garden centers is astounding. The nail in the coffin yeah, for that was us, a big part of it for us that open that just made us decide we were we were done shopping at other garden centers, and we were opening one. Was we were at the garden center we usually shop at. And a customer in the garden center walked up to us and started asking us for advice about products on the shelf because he couldn't ask the people working behind the counter because they didn't know the answers. And if we can help the customer inside the store better than the person behind the counter, it's about time we do it our damn self.
0: (laughs) I agree. That's pretty awesome. that's awesome so uh you guys just take off wherever you want to go I'm enjoying the story, <laughs> the story. <laughs> I'm enjoying the ride as it is man you guys guys gotta run with this shit. <laughs> oh, we haven't,
1: um, we haven't even talked about seeds yet we'll get there I'm sure right yeah <laughs> we haven't
2: even started talking about breeding
0: yeah I'm, I'm sitting here looking at the are uh, you guys as a uh, instagram here and as we talk hopefully i can bring up some pretty these pictures while we're talking about some of these strains because they're oh cool
2: oh
1: absolutely i think she figured out how to do that
2: yeah i figured out the whole screen share thing too so i thought maybe at some point i'd share some of the uh, oh it's
0: yeah please it's easier on your end because then you can bring up exactly what the hell you want to talk about please yeah you're more than welcome to screen share anything yeah
2: like you know we're, we're on the laptop so i've got some of the uh Better quality pictures kicking around on here that I thought
0: at some point we
2: might share if if yeah, you're please left. and thank you while <laughs> we're talking and thank
0: you yeah <laughs> we don't have to jump to it right now but yeah I, please yeah it just enhances the interview it really does so
2: yeah I took my uh, time to figure this thing out a little bit over the last few days made two separate accounts and pulled up two computers at once so i could figure out how to use it
0: that's funny because that's honestly how i did it too <laughs>
2: hey it works and now nice. the garden center has a zoom account so
0: <laughs> that's pretty funny yeah nice. Well, pick up wherever you guys want to take off well, it's, you know,
1: i don't know we were we were talking about the garden center i guess we pretty much got everything didn't we I mean, that's Um, what we do. Did we shout out all the products I wanted? We're we're, we're trying. We are in
2: no way paid by any of these companies to make any of these statements. Okay? (laughs) Let me make sure that's clear. Like, that's... We don't get paid by them to make statements. We, you know... If we don't like a product, we don't carry it on our shelves. So... We're only, you know, supporting products that we find to be extremely good. So it's just about wanting people to know what great products are out there that they might not know exists. Um, FOOP. We just picked up
1: FOOP. Yeah, that's a whole new thing. Uh, They just released their product
2: on 420 officially. They'd sent out a bunch of tester packs to people. Um, We happened to scoop one up when they were sending out the free samples and... There are some crazy differences <laughs> that I'm going to pull
1: up and see if so, I can. Yeah. um, You can talk for a minute while I... Yeah, I mean, we started, we kind of did a side-by-side with a couple of clones, I think. Um, and, uh, you know, so they'd be pretty much exactly the same um, same height and, and, you know, same plant. So we took a couple of clones and did a side-by-side and uh, it was... Some of the results were pretty amazing. I mean, just as so far as just happy leaves, praying leaves, you know, on the one plant that got the foop and, and uh, we saw a difference pretty quick, so we decided to carry that product. She's got you got it I am I am
2: almost there. i'm I'm trying to find. I have a picture of the foop plant next to a non-fooped plant. There it is. Oh, yeah. Now I'm going to full screen that. All right. I'm going to share a screen here. Hopefully I can do this right. So this one on the right, did I do that? Is it up there? Yeah. You have to nod. Okay. So the one on the right is the food plant. The one on the left is the non fooped plant i've never seen that kind of a difference in a product and it's not that the one on the left got no nutrients the one on the left got our standard nutrient line so it's, it's not
0: it's a little, a, yeah, yeah. a little bit of a difference there <laughs> yeah
2: the one on the left isn't deprived it is fed properly
0: So what is it?
1: It's it's food. It F O O P. Fish um, But it's a whole nutrient line, you know. They've got a a veg A B and or or okay. one or two. Yeah, I was wondering if it
0: was like a single product, nope. like a foliar or something like that. So it is a nutrient.
2: five. It's a five it's bottle five nutrient bottle. line
1: regular nutrient line. So there's a veg A and B and a bloom A and B. And a sweetener. Sweetener and that's it, five bottles. And it's all
2: made from, basically from fish excrement and some other seafood, you know, sea ocean style inputs like kelp and, you know, oyster shell and stuff like that. And it's a liquid nutrient line and they're selling it on their website. Yeah, fish poop, yeah, foop. Uh, The website is thefoop.com. I'm gonna write it out. Uh, But we were really impressed. We've got them in flower now. Yep. How long they've been in flower?
1: Hmm. That's his room. A week
2: maybe. And they're doing really great in there. They're really happy. They're praying. They're always praying. So it's a great product for people to check out, you know, if they're into liquid nutrients and are always willing to try something new.
1: We had a little magnesium problem, but it wasn't just them. It was. Right. We had a magnesium problem in the whole room, basically. So the problem with that, I think, was it was a down to earth box that we were out of yeah we were missing so one of our <laughs>
2: one of our products in our soil so yeah, so but uh,
0: yeah Hmm. so yeah. so want to talk seeds yeah everybody everybody likes to talk seeds <laughs> everybody likes to talk seeds and look at pretty pictures of buds so so, yeah, let's so, let's see what you got. I mean you've I've already got you've already got the question straight off. Do you guys ship? Say again. You've already got the question here in chat. Do you guys uh ship?
2: Do we ship?
0: Yeah, seeds. Um
2: we ship seeds.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just say that We us stop. We're at Kenny Kennyo's dot com. Um, um. On on the website there, you give you got links to a couple of seed banks that I'm in. Or you um, can always
2: hit us up straight on IG. Right.
1: You know, DMs work. DMs on IG, Shh. allegedly. did yeah. say that.
2: <laughs> Whatever. We might right. help you.
1: Yeah. Right. Right. we will. You can say yeah. hi
0: on on Instagram. Reach out <laughs> to and...
1: Right. So yeah, kiniosgenetics.com. You can see our whole, you know, our menu. Um, we're just kind of getting out there um, you know started in really in 2016 um, so like I said I started breeding about 2009 I think I came across the, uh, a couple of packs of uh, Northern Lights number five um, so I loved it uh, I popped a pack and you know tried it out and it was a real nice buzz, and they grew real nice. It had three finos in that, in those original packs. Um, you get
0: the piney one.
1: Yeah, the the, the, the nice big, button, the big uh, uh, fan leaf piney one. And then that's just, had, I'm
0: looking for it right now. I was just telling, oh. I've been telling everybody, I'm looking for. Well, we got, you hook we, we, we got you hooked
1: up. We got you hooked up. You'd love the, <laughs> the Kenios lights. Then this is this is my Hi. original. You know, work. got me into this back in 2009, 10 years ago now. Um, Aren't I so, glad
0: I found you guys? Because I've been <laughs> pine is my, what I've been chasing right now. So, oh, yay. nice.
1: <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. So you, I think you'll like that. So we yeah, this, started with that. Um, like I said, I popped a pack, loved it, absolutely loved it. I still had another pack. So, uh, you know, I figured, like I said, coming from Maine, not a lot of money. You do what you can to save money. So anytime I get a pack of seeds, I've been doing it since then. Anytime I get a pack of seeds, I pop the whole thing and I breed with it. You know, F two everything, and then, then you I've can got, run it again. Yeah, I can run it again. I can play with it. I can pick out phenos. So, um, so that's just what I've always done since then. So that's what really got me into it. So that second pack that I popped and decided to breed just so I'd have a bunch of seeds down the road. Cause Hey, I finally found a nice strain that I really like here, you know? Um, so that's where it started. Um, and I kind of played around for the next four, five, six years. Took that down to like an F5, didn't you? Yeah. 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 Got a couple other strains and started playing around with, you know, some Northern Lights crosses. I've, I've got a, a small line of five, different strains that I've crossed with that Northern Lights. Um, I crossed it with a Big Bud, a BC Big Bud, um, different strains a Big Buddha's Cheese. Um, nice.
0: So you know, a piney, nice piney cheese? That sounds pretty delicious. Yeah. I know there's more than... I know there's like five people in chat right now that are chasing pine turds. So... <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah try it out that lights. so yeah the lights i've got like she like she said i I have pulled out to f5 now at least um and and singled out that piney pheno there was a kind of piney pheno but it was it wasn't as big a producer um and the fan leaves were smaller they were a little stouter um you know they're pretty broad but they weren't super long like the first pheno. And then there was this crappy ass third pheno that was a a uh, uh, a trifoliate every time it would put out you know three leafed leaves. No it yeah. said that <laughs> three leaflet leaves. There we go. They're leaflets. Um, so Every time and it was uh it, that was a smaller bud, it was a little airier. So I started breeding it for that first pheno over and over for a few generations, so it's pulled out pretty good. Um, I haven't seen that I've never pheno three in my three years of seeing it grow.
2: I've never seen that
1: pheno. She hasn't seen that pheno come out.
2: On. I've only seen so the I two pine phenos. Yeah.
1: And I got it down to mostly the first, you that really nice piney, uh, sticky, big top cola. Eight times out of 10, that's the one you're gonna get, which is pretty good. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, so yeah, that's the light. So yeah, we played around with what's said the cheese. I said the, uh, oh, we've got the white rind. You did the big bud. Yeah, the big bud. Uh, we crossed it with the northern white rhino.
2: We crossed it with white white rhino to make right. northern
1: white rhino. Right. Made northern white rhino. Um,
2: and then M O B. And then Maine's the MLB clone just, only M O B.
1: Yeah, I mean mother of berries. The you know uh, what else do they call it? Uh, Maine's original blueberry. Yeah.
2: That's Maine's own blueberry. Yeah.
0: Just saying, you can tease us with some any kind of bud pictures.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, that's the Barry Lights, that MOB. Um, and that's what Fada Mike is running right now that he's showing on Instagram. Um, the <coughs> one that he was talking about a bit the other night. Oh, let's he show Fada's off. Yeah, bring that
2: up. I'm going to go find Fada's.
1: So, that's the Barry Lights. Yeah, we crossed it with an MOB that's a, a main only cut, um, it was a clone only kind of thing and it, it made it made its way around here, but not a lot of people know about it, I guess. Away so from here. Um I think a lot of main people, it's it's old news now. Uh but we crossed it with that lights and we love this berry lights. Got a nice you get eggs. that pine once in a while, but but you really get that blueberry because they back crossed it with the MOB a couple of times. And
0: uh well, let's get that secret out there.
1: So, so that's it. Glad
2: to share that today. That's the top of his his berry lights. I hope that's working right. Is that working? Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah it absolutely is. I can see you and, on the right, and I oh, can still see a on the right shot. Too. That's a beautiful shot.
2: That's a beautiful shot. That's that's the berry lights right there.
0: Them some nice colas right there.
2: Yeah,
1: that's that that's that killer
0: cola.
2: Yeah, we call yeah. that like the beer can cola Fino, you know, because it's like the size of a 40 ounce beer can when you
1: grow it in, the, in a single cola it's yeah it's yeah a big beast of a cola amazing
2: i think you've got a picture on it's really yours. stout
1: um, heavy indica too so i'm
2: gonna find he's got a picture on his somewhere and i'm gonna find it of that that fino
1: Oh, the one that
2: we did? Yeah, with the big Uh, cola.
1: Sub commented on that post at one point. (laughs) Yeah, he found
2: that to be rather
1: impressive. Wow, look at
0: that. That always makes you date when you get a comment.
1: Right, right. It sure as hell did. (laughs) Absolutely.
2: You're going to have to talk because I can't talk and scroll at the same time. Oh, you're getting there.
0: So uh, we, Jimmy Craig seeds. There's right there. Him... Oh, I have the screen
1: on right now.
0: Sorry, go ahead, man. Just wanted to congratulate Jimmy Craig seeds on his uh his win the other night. Uh, Tribal Gardens gave away uh it was a kid Canada only contest because you can chip bud in Canada, Tribal shared uh, thirty grams of uh, his garden to another. Uh, Canada viewer, which ended up being uh, Jimmy Crack Seeds. So, hats off. Congratulations to him for uh, winning that little contest there. It's pretty awesome. I wish we could do that here in the States. That'd be so awesome to just right? uh, be able to drop some bud in the mail for a buddy or, you know, even like it would be, I mean, I mean, how cool would that be, say, as a tester, just to be able to, you know, send some back to the breeder? and go, you know, here you go. You know, especially right. in times like this when you can't get together and, you know, whatever. That'd oh, yeah. be friggin' awesome.
2: Yes, it would, that's for sure. <laughs> it sure would. There you go, yeah. All right, I found the she picture found I it. was looking for. So that's what we call the beer can Colafino.
1: Yeah, I wish I had something in there for scale, but. She's nice. So that's yeah. liked that very light that father's run and talked about quite a bit the other night.
2: Yeah. If you like things that smell like blueberry pie, that's that's a strain for you. That's So
1: that was all stuff that, those were all strains that I created pretty much before 2016 when I technically started the company and really just, you know, I guess got the balls to ship them. I felt a little more comfortable. Um you know the idea that uh, that I could probably get away with shifting seeds. I saw sub doing it, and he was bragging about it. And, oh yeah, you know, it's
0: perfectly legal to ship hemp uh, seeds. Hell oh, yeah, it is
1: absolutely. So, 2016, I kind of started getting the balls and the idea to do it. So that's that's really when we started. Um, and since then, since and since meeting meeting the missus here, um, you know we've we've made. Several more strains. We're getting there. We got about five or six more on top of those originals. Um, but we're, we take it slow. Um, you know, we put the time into it. I'm not just going to, you know, make a quick F1 and, and spit it out there. We've got a couple F1s, but they were F1s that, that tested really well and, uh, you know, were consistent. The Morbid comes to mind um, that we released a couple years ago now. Um, that, uh, I could throw up a picture of Morbid too. All the time, so we got a good feel. It's a
0: pretty one. Yeah. That oh, was...
2: you like that one? I love the Morbid. Yeah. That's one of my favorites.
0: I've I still seen love quite it. a few pretty uh, pictures. You guys have take some great shots of your bud. Are you? Okay? <laughs>
1: She's wow. got a photography <laughs> background. She used to shoot um, rock bands. Believe it or not, metal bands and stuff.
2: Yeah, I'm a metalhead. I used to shoot. Metal bands, but you know, in a nice way, in a camera
0: <laughs> uh, that's pretty cool. I've, I've that's...
2: shot a so few I take people. it
0: you're, you're both metal heads. I'm, I'm assuming, oh, yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah,
0: yeah.
2: That was one of the things, I mean, yeah. with the exception of Mendo, of course. We we love our Mendo, <laughs> we make the exception for Mendo. <laughs> Cannabis culture music's totally different thing,
0: <laughs> yeah. I agree. But then again I, I I've seen I went and seen Slayer last year and uh, uh Tool the year before yeah, I didn't Tool. do like good, that's
1: Tool's like Tool his favorite band in the world. I've seen seen him four times. I love
0: Tool. Oh, that's a great show. That is Absolutely a great show.
1: Love them. Absolutely love. Them.
0: I was yeah. telling uh I was that story the other night, if you don't mind me, just while you're looking for pictures. Go for it. <laughs> uh it was a father's day present for my oldest daughter was a ticket to tool when she took me to go see tool on father's day it was pretty much on father's day and uh it was pavilion which i wouldn't have necessarily shelled out for the pavilion but she wanted to treat that anyways so we're uh, i'm smoking joints like this i'm actually passing joints around you know in uh they're actually flashing people that are smoking cigarettes, right, You know, yeah. and I'm like, Oh shit. You know what I mean? Yep. I'm going to get my ass thrown out of here. Cause I've, you know, I've got smoked out everybody around me. So just as I'm hitting the hitting one, just like this, I see the guy next to me get the beam on him. And the next thing you know, security's like grabbing him by the arm. And I'm like, I'm thinking it for one, they're coming for me. And, but it just happened on him and then he's just smoking a cigarette. They drag this poor guy out, I'm sitting there cheeping on a big old fatty, and they're like, get that cigarette out of here. I'm thinking, this is a whole different day from old-time dual concerts and shit. Yeah, they didn't fuck with anybody smoking, but they didn't want them cigarettes in the crowd at all. I was like, this is pretty... This is all right. I wasn't expecting that. Okay, back to back to pretty bugger. It's
1: the same it's the same thing here dude. Same thing. Dude's getting tackled for a cigarette but. Yeah. <laughs> we just quit smoking a year ago. I smoked for 30 years Those it was damn cigarettes. Um and just quit a Congratulations. year ago. Yeah,
2: we've been we've been cigarette free for a year.
0: Yeah. That's not an easy one. That's not an easy yeah. one. Congratulations.
1: Okay. Found the uh right, what did you find? morbid oh morbid yeah those are with her camera a good camera
0: that's Not beautiful shot right so there. Yeah. Shot.
1: this is yeah this is
2: one of our first um one of our first crosses after what we call the four kineos originals
1: the yeah. four yeah so 2016 <clears throat> i decided to kind of get things going and give this a shot what the hell um so you know, I had the five to begin with, I guess. So I decided to start with that and start building it from there. So created a few since then. Uh, I met her in, like I said, 2017. Um, got married in 2018, April 420. We did all that honeymoon thing. Um, and we just got, we came back and, and uh, you know, put some energy into creating some seeds. Uh, we've created a bunch of strains, probably what? 12, 13, 14, but we've only released four or five. Um, so we're just putting the work in and searching phenos. And if we don't like it, it doesn't get released yet. We'll take it back to the breeding room and, and give it another shot if we're not liking the structure of it or we don't like the, the stone of it or, or the size or whatever it is, you know, so it goes back to the breeding room and, and we'll figure it out. Um, I'm telling
0: you right now, just the business ethic side of things I've heard so far. You know what I mean? Just the way you run your store already tells me that I would try some genetics. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) You know, before I even heard you were you know breeding, you know the effort and the quality you're putting out in your store and backing them products. You know, somebody else's products. I can only imagine. You know the pride you'd put forth in your own you, know, you wouldn't be putting forth no bullshit so yeah that's
1: that's what i'm trying to do is just you know i'm trying to to keep it real um and we can stand by our product anybody hits me up and says i you know popped the 10 pack and i got eight males you know i'll send them another pack it's no problem that you know? happens
0: I mean yeah. that's just a fair thing, exactly. and you know well no, I mean not that that's awesome that you uh would be willing to supply the pack, but that's a gamble that we all take when we buy right seeds. If we didn't want to take that gamble, goddamn it, we'd try and films. Well but, and that's
1: uh, it's just how everybody
0: much people likes people films. We like the it. Yeah, and I'm that's that's just it too. It's
1: you know, we put out um we gave out some freebies. In a new seed bank that we took up in in Canada, and a bunch of freebies went out of this uh, strain we put out called Puckerberry Knockout, and the, the people that I've seen grow it absolutely love it. Um, we, yeah, we've, we've probably gotten more feedback
2: about Puckerberry than we have a lot of good. A feedback. lot of other
1: strains. It's just it's an F one, but it was an interesting cross. Um,
0: so I like the name of it. Yeah, <laughs> what well, is
2: it's Pucker Punch yeah, by Marion wow. Barry kush So it's you know Pucker Berry knockout. It the name game is like I, I love to have fun with the name game. That's the name game is an enjoyable thing for me. Yeah, <laughs> I like playing around a lot of our names like morbid. Morbid is an acronym for mother of real big island dreams because it's the first of four steps. In creating a strain we call Big Island Dreams, so in all rights, it's
1: the mother of the real Big Island Dreams strain. We had a real nice F1 come out of it, and and uh, decided to release that as morbid as that acronym, the mother of real Big Island Dreams. Big Island Dreams is about to come out pretty soon. We got uh, it going out to testing here shortly. We've done a couple more back crosses with the original Hawaiian Dream um not the normal hawaiian dream i think that everybody knows about the one that kind of cbd uh this is a different cross it was done by uh um sticky finger seeds and it's uh granddaddy perp by blue dream by an unknown hawaiian male
2: which that they pretty much narrowed down to a maui wowi super plant
1: possibly possibly so <laughs> Anyway, we all know how that works. Anyway, um, so yeah, that's the cross. It's a little bit different from the Hawaiian Dream that I think a lot of people are familiar with. It's got a real fruity, tropical kind of flavor oh, to it. Oh, it. it's, it's pineapples and mangoes. And real nice <clears throat> sativa. Um, so we crossed it with something that had a little bit of indica in it to kind of bring that back a little bit and, and, and bring the, the finishing time back by a week or two. Yeah, we crossed it with with our big lights, and which is like bubble
2: gum. So now it tastes like tropical bubble gum. Yeah,
1: it's gonna, <laughs> see, it's gonna taste like tropical bubble gum, <laughs> like pineapple, mango kind of thing. So real tasty. Um, yeah. So and now That's it's super getting worse. Tasty. So, yeah, we've got it worked out until the last last set of seeds is being made right now. We back crossed it a couple more times with that that original Hawaiian dream. Um, Had to reset back at the beginning of the year. Um, We got some spider mites, and I took in a damn clone. I never take clones, I always pop seeds. And I took took in a damn clone because I thought I had some chocolate tie that I'd be able to play with. Um, and I took in a clone you shouldn't have. Um, so we ended up with, with spider mites and decided that at one point to just reset. I ended up having a light blow out on me too, and so we just said screw it and, and reset and uh, bought another light. Um, we picked up an optic LED, pulled the high-pressure sodium out, and we're all LED now. Um, just switching over to LED, so we're still trying to kind of dial things in.
0: Oh, damn, yeah, because I, I just
1: in the room now, you know, not all that heat from the high pressure sodium, so it's a little I'm bit...
0: curious on seed production. Really, I'm super curious on uh, and from a breeder to know to see if you notice some type of difference in your uh, flowering <laughs> seeded plants, maybe if you get a fatter seed. Or if it just the shorter, because I've noticed when I flower with my LEDs, I notice a, a shorter flowering time anyway. And usually when you have to let run, you're running seeds, you want to let that bitch go until she's good and ugly, you know, to get the <laughs> mature seeds. So I wonder if that would uh, make a difference in your quality of seed because I again, uh, my bud under the LEDs, I've noticed a, a lot more uh, resin production and you know, bigger trichomes. So I'm wondering if you get uh, are going to end up with fatter seeds and uh, a better stock under the LEDs. Have you tried a batch yet under under them yet? Not yet. No, no. I mean, we're
1: just I'm just uh, what the the furthest along or three weeks in now. Right. We um, just got the flower room set back up. So bedroom is fully
2: loaded and, and we've, by the time we got the flower room set up, we had like 12 plants to flip over to flower immediately, but those have only been in there like three, weeks. three
1: weeks. Yeah. Maybe three and a half now. Um, so we'll see, <laughs> you know, and even that, the first little bit was just to get us caught back up on smoke again. We didn't, we didn't uh, plan any breeds right away. Uh, just finishing up on a couple that I was trying to save, you know, get one more breed in um we ended up killing the original hd that that we put into into morbid and big island we'd had that baby for almost three years but i mean that's you know that's a that'll be a bx2 so we've crossed it with the original enough then we know the plant well enough that you know we're satisfied it's going to be nice and we lost the original that sucks but You know, that was, that was about it. That was the only thing we really felt like we lost, um, because, you know. That and time. We lost time. Time what?
2: Because we had some breeding projects that were started, you know, we had popped seeds for the hunt for some breeding projects already. And we had to scrap that and start back over. Like our rewire project. We have a project for um, a PTSD strain for veterans. For anybody with PTSD really but the original intention was you know veterans with PTSD Um, so we've really been working on combining strains that have really good terpene qualities that are good for anti-depression and pain relief and anti-anxiety you know really working on like linalool is really good for PTSD because, you know, it's got the anti-anxiety qualities in it. And it, re- it's, um, it reduces acetylcholine, which is a natural chemical in your body that creates muscle spasms. So it's really good for pain relief for people with like fibromyalgia and, and things like that. So we were working on things that are high in linalool and things that are high in carophylline. Because that's really good for, you know, as an antidepressant. And myrcene is really great for chronic pain relief, and limonene works really well with the linalool and carofoleene. It helps accent them and amplify their effects, and provides stress relief and mood enhancement. So we had to find some lemon to throw in there, um, and then you had to. We, we rounded it out with an isovaleric acid terpene. So we we you know we threw cheese in there because that's what. That's what makes the cheese taste like cheese is isovaleric acid. Um, and that's a mood. Don't be, chasing,
0: don't be chasing a pinene out of there. Don't be chasing Northern <laughs> Lights out.
2: Oh, there is definitely pinene in oh, there in because that. Northern Lights is in there. It's in there. So, and the pinene <coughs> is really great for things like anxiety and, and antidepressant qualities. It's really great for stuff like that um (coughs) so we took our big lights which has got the pinene in it and you know and a ninja fruit and our cheese and an amnesia haze and we've crossed and mixed and so we're almost at the point of testing that out and then we're going to give that strain away to any veteran that's growing their own that suffers from PTSD because they need to grow medicine and heal themselves. Anybody with PTSD.
1: You know, anybody it, with PTSD can hit anxiety. us up when it's we, released. We hope it's going to be good for PTSD and anxiety. Anxiety. Um, we think it's going to turn out that way and if it does um, yeah we're going to anybody that, that's got that's suffering from anything like that I'm going to try to give it out. You know, we'll we'll ask for a little bit for shipping, you know, five bucks in the US, you know, that covers my material and, and, uh, and the postage, you know,
0: it's only fair, Yeah, it's only fair.
2: There is a question in chat I'd like to answer before it rolls (laughs) off the screen. Dank grower asked what breeders we respect or would like to work with. And I never miss a chance to drop a few names of breeders that we like before, you know, um, we have mad respect for quite a few breeders. You know, we always respected sub, you know, he did great stuff. Um, Jinx proof. We love Jinx. We love, you know, everything Jinx does. He does amazing work. Uh, Black pack seeds was great. Love those guys. You're going to help me out here. You're better at remembering names than I am when it comes to the breeders. Um, um
1: I don't know. Follow a bunch of breeders.
2: Mad respect for Dungeon Vault Genetics, Dragon Flames Genetics, Dark Horse, Dark Horse Genetics.
1: Yeah, Um, if they're doing it right, if they're doing it correct, if they're not, you know, taking somebody else's work and just putting their name on it, um, I don't, I don't want anything to do with that. But um, I had a dude hit me up the other day, um, wanted to trade some seeds. He, He liked my lineup and wanted to try something different. So all right well you know what, what'd you have in mind and because uh, I get I get that kind of stuff I'm starting to get that kind of stuff all the time now you know when people start stealing your pictures and and you know trying, yeah trying to make it look like uh, you know they're the breeder of that strain and you're doing something right right you know we're starting to kind of get out there it's taken four years you know we're a small craft breeder um, basically working Instagram if my Instagram shut down I feel like I'm screwed you know, I mean, we do have the website out there, um, but I think I tell a lot you right
0: of- now, and it, you've already at least got her backup count. That's a somewhat of a you know close name, right? But it, I can't even stress how important that is. Yeah, because I've been ban for a while. <laughs> and yeah, I, I used yeah. to thump a lot of seeds through. <laughs> I, and I,
2: I think we live in ban world. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah,
0: my name never comes up. You got to type it out completely to get it to come up. Yeah. Perfectly. Yeah, and then yes. enter. Yeah, yeah. To the letter. Way. Yeah. Same way. Yeah. I'm actually age restricted too. Actually, after you do that, you actually have to prove you're 18. Say you're 18 before oh, you can get yeah to the next step. <laughs> they try to make it difficult to get to my age for some damn reason. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Yep. you kind of made me uh, come up with a question there because it's a it's something that you've meant you, i can tell it's near and dear to your heart as well as it's mine too uh the recreation is strange it's slapping your name on that shit. uh i don't i th- i don't think that's right for one and uh i don't think a strain can be accurately recreated like you recreated when you yeah. create you know what i mean because you female hunted both sides, you know the stud and the mom, you and can... only you know what each represents. So, how can you recreate what you saw? And you, I don't think it's possible unless you have uh, packs of you know mom and dad. You know what I mean. And you actually know what the phenotypes you were looking for were before you exactly. actually started your breeding process. You don't stand a chance at uh, you know getting close to that original, in my opinion. And uh, if you do, you better fucking damn well not just call it something else. You better, you know, you better, if you're going to come close to recreating that strain, you better not just call it, you know, whatever. You better, you better mark it some other way because it's not the same. You can put the, maybe the reference, the name in there, but it better be like, you know, such and such as blah 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 or whatever this is our recreation of sour diesel such and such as sour diesel absolutely uh, absolutely
1: uh, absolutely you, you agree can't, you can't yeah you, i mean you can come close you can take the same parents like you said um but you're not necessarily going to pick the same phenos um it's not going to be the same you know you know on the mom's side and pheno on the dad's side and you know so You can come close, but you're not necessarily going to create exactly the same thing. Yeah. Absolutely.
2: We can go out and buy Romulan and Cindy 99, pop them, (coughs) cross them, and make something, but it's not going to be Space Queen. It's going to be something that might have some phenotypes that resemble Space Queen in there, but the phenotype ratios are going to be off. It's not going to be the same strain by any means. And it's not right to do that to somebody else. You don't take somebody else's concept of two strains crossing together and the name that they worked hard on figuring out and coming up with. You, you don't take that from somebody and market it as your own. That's, that's just bad. That, that's bad karma.
0: Oh, it is. And because, you know, and it's another thing. I, and I'm, I'm 100% in your guys' corner on this shit. Uh, People, but it's about the price of a pack of seeds, okay? You know, everybody wants a dirt cheap pack of seeds. Yeah, I get it. But in the same aspect, they don't know. They don't understand the gamble you're putting into, you know. It takes a lot, you know. You can – something may sound good as shit, and you can cross it and test it out, and it may not be be as great as, you know, thought it was going to be. But then again – You've got, what, a fucking year, year and a half into, you know, that point of your life, you know? That's time, money, lights of you, you know? And that's still a gamble, you know what I mean? And then if the strain's good, you get rewarded, but you know what I mean? There is so much work into breeding and getting out that beautiful strain, you know, the ones that you pick out and you put and forth there. You know, you in my opinion, you guys deserve every freaking penny you guys get you know what i mean because there is so much work involved in phenol hunting <laughs> you know i just narrowed it down to just crossing it but not i didn't even get into like phenol hunting the mom and dad to cross out then the cross and then to grow that out and to test it and to make sure everybody likes it and then you got to friggin' market that shit and try to get it out there the impacts deserve the price they get. you know what i mean and if you, I don't, if, if somebody's offering you a freaking dirt pack, of, you know, next to nothing pack of seeds, you should almost be leery. I think, you know what I mean? Because somebody's obviously rushed something out there to get you that price. And uh, yeah, you don't, don't discredit your breeders. Don't be lit at them by trying to get dirt cheap packs. There's a lot of you know love and hard work that goes into put making seeds and getting you know quality shit out there and making sure you know their reputation gets out of there advertising just you know just to get in that four years to where you guys got in to right now that's the, oh, that's hard work and dedication the first four years you know to getting that name out there getting the first pack sold and i appreciate you guys for that shit i 100 percent appreciate breeders that put in quality work, and you know, hats off to you guys. I just, again, I don't mean to sidetrack or whatever. Oh, but, you know, I I like to point out quality when I see put when I see quality, and, and I I'm, I appreciate. Again, so far, this has been awesome. I I appreciated you guys hundred percent for coming on tonight. So let me, uh, you know, keep going. Whatever you guys want to talk about, more strengths. I know you've only hit a couple here. and uh,
2: I would uh, like to sidetrack for a moment. Because ahead. he made mention of, you know, pheno hunting the, the mom and the dads. And, you know, that made my brain register one of the things we wanted to make sure we touched on. Um, pheno hunting dads. Males are important, too. Makes me very sad when people say the males don't show you things. Because in my opinion, they absolutely do. Because a male can show you equivalence to its female counterpart. If you know what your female phenotypes look like, I'm a person who deals only in veg. My eyes are so trained to internodal spacing and to the tooth depth and Structures. you know the, the amount of serration to the leaf and the color of the leaf and the structure of the leaf that I can look at a male in veg and compare it to a female in veg and go, that's what that would look like if it was a girl. If that's what I wanna pass on, then I know that's the male I want to pick to go with it. A flowering male plant will show you its structure it's gonna show you if it's gonna create tight buds or loose buds, you know? You, you can tell that in a male flower, it's going to equate itself to a female flower. In its, you know, tightness, how, you know, how tight <clears throat> are the clusters of the flowers? You know, how big did it cluster? And does do its branches hold the weight of its, you know, its full female flower, its full male flower potential? Those things show in a male plant.
1: And how tight, how tight the, the flowers are. Right, how tight the are.
2: flower clusters are. All those things show in a male plant that will tell you what you're passing on to the potential female offspring. So males, t- to me and well, to both of us, are extremely important. Yes. Jack, Greenstock, stem rub, absolutely. I'm a big believer in stem rub too. If I can smell it just from touching it, it's gonna be a good day.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and we're looking at all that stuff. I mean, we picked up this tip a while back. I think we got it from from the rev, the the dude that writes for for Weed World. Skunk. Um, Or Skunk, yeah, Skunk skunk. Magazine. you know, if you look at the caudalian leaves, they've got the the Cotillian leaves themselves have little hairs on them, and and if you look at it like uh, those hairs, if you look at them, yeah, the first couple of days they start showing them. Um, if you look at them with a microscope or a, a, a jeweler's loop, um, you'll see the hairs, and supposedly those represent trichomes or potential trichomes. Um, so if you pick Plants. So I mean, we're tagging plants as potential breeders from from day two, really, and just looking at those characteristics. Um, I don't know if, I don't know if you've ever heard of of looking at that, um, but it's just something we've we've kind of picked up along the way and started doing. So we're looking from then. Um, we can usually tell by day twenty nine, day thirty thirty two maybe um, what the sex is going to be, so you know if they sh- start showing flowers early, then you know or, or sex organs early, then we know you know those should be true male or true female, so we we'll kind of look at that and we'll tag those too, so it's looking at them throughout even you know the process of veg um. Looking at all kinds of different characteristics, um, you know the structure, uh, the internodal spacing, and everything like that. So,
0: Do you guys collect pollen, or do you uh, just throw the male in with the, the females?
1: So we go, we go in, you know, completely separate space. Um, we uh, we don't throw any pollen. Uh, we put we put the two plants together. Um, I think Spider Mike talked about it the other night, you know, he was talking about the, the, the two plants, um, you know, and, and, and a little bit of love going on, you know, physical contact between the two plants, you know, I th- I thought that was a pretty cool thing for him to put it that way. And and that's, that's how we do it. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't paint. I don't Bob Ross, those bitches. <laughs> um, sorry. That might've been a stab, a, yeah. Um, but yeah. So, um we put them together uh for a few days let it do its thing and then we'll kill the male chances are um get that right out of there and uh, then I spray them off real good and I put them back in that breeding room and then I'll you know give it another night spray them off real good um like I said this place is an old restaurant so you gotta get a spray hose in the kitchen sink downstairs in the old the old restaurant sink, you know. Even um, got a dishwasher. One, one of those. This still works. <laughs> dishwasher is awesome. Yeah,
2: dishwasher works good on Fire fabric pots.
1: Beast up with this huge commercial dishwasher. dishwasher. Um, so anyway, spray them down real good a couple of times, and then they'll just go right back in with the, into the regular flower room to finish out, you know, their cycle. And so, yeah.
0: I, I'm hoping that you'll uh, get back with me on the l a d uh, seed thing,
1: yeah man see? it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see we will see what happens I mean pretty soon um I got plant going back in, so um you know what the f- six weeks, seven more weeks then um, the if it think- goes back in it's
2: shocking.
1: Um, the uh, Big Island Dream Mom.
2: She isn't going back
1: in there? Yeah, no, she's gonna stay in the breeding room. Yeah,
2: Yeah, our Big Island Dream Mom is staying in the breeding room until she's done. So just in case. We have
1: It's the last of the plants that had the spider mice. So we're keeping it separate and let her finish in a different place. But yeah. Normally we go, you know, right back to the flower room. Uh, to answer the quick question from hip
2: grower in chat there, we give the females a one-week head start.
1: Yeah, I give the female a week head start, and uh, then I put the male in. Usually works out pretty good, so, you know, they're getting together. The boy's starting to drop a little bit of pollen around, what, 22 tops, days?
2: Yeah, somewhere around there. Sounds about right. 20, 20 days, 20, maybe. Yeah, 20, somewhere between 20 and 25, depending on the strain. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So usually works out pretty good. Um, you know, not not real huge. Like I said, I don't tax them too much. I don't worry about dumping all kinds of nutrients and making these big-ass colas. And um, it just, we we keep it simple. Um, we've got a simple life set up and, you know, air blowing around and air blowing out. Don't even use CO2. I um, got no CO2 in it.
2: Yeah. We do make sure our seed moms get plenty of phosphorus so that the seeds develop very well. Yeah. That's we feed you know, them well. really key. We found, you know, if it gets phosphorus deficient, you can end up with some smaller seeds. You know, good amount of phosphorus will really, really help seed development.
1: Well, we got the down to earth nutrients, the, the, the dry nutrients that go into the soil from the start.
2: Yeah, you know, first down, transplant. Yeah, and they break down um, in time to be you know really
1: good and flower. They last most of the way through pretty well. We just use the nutrient line for you know a, a once a week kind of add a little bit, uh, and it works out pretty well most of the time when we the when we've got the down to earth nutrient dialed in pretty good. When everything's good there, it works out. Yeah, it works out well. Trying to get things dialed back in now.
2: So, the first strains that we'll be crossing that will actually go under the LEDs are about five weeks old in veg right now, and they'll veg till probably nine or ten weeks. Um, But that's we've got a sugar black rose, a nine pound hammer, and across we've been working for like a year and a half now, that we're calling Anslinger's Demise. We've got one of the sections of that popped. So we're crossing the Sugar Black Rose and the 9 pound (coughs) Hammer, and that will go out for testing. Hoping to call that TKO'd, we're gonna call that, and it's gonna stand for the kiss of death. Um,
0: Just saying, just saying. (laughs) I'd make some room for that testing right there. (laughs) <laughs> we've been talking nice. We've been talking uh, we've been talking a lot lately about that sugar black rose. And I've been running the nine pound hammer for quite some time. And uh, so the cross of those two sounds very interesting. Nice, yeah. nice cross there. Nice cross.
1: Yeah, we love we love Jinx's nine pound. Um trying to put, work it into a couple other things. It's getting worked into that Anslinger's demise. Anslinger's demise was um I, I thought of the name probably six years ago. Um, the Mike, I don't know if he's still in here, but he, he knows who Harry Anslinger was. Um, he's he the did. one that
0: started this whole damn mess. I don't mean to take away from you. <laughs> you
1: know, so I came exactly. up with the name and I said, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put some of my, my, my favorite plants into this strain and call it Anslinger's Demise. Um, I haven't even released it yet, dude. And I, I, I put it up on uh, Seafinder um, just to hold the freaking name, throw the name out there because uh, like I said, I came up with this name like five or six years ago. And isn't that the worst When You know, we come up with these cool names every once in a while. We'll go, we should take this and cross it with stone as hell, you know, one night and, and going, we should take this and cross it with that and we can call it this. And, you know, it's a cool name and it fits perfectly. And then you find out somebody comes along and you know that the name's already used and it's like, fuck you know the name game sucks so we just had this happen to us we we created a strain we decided to call something across ronin and and
2: uh we just found out it's we, already been taken now too we so we looked
1: it up and, and didn't see anybody had used it and and now i've seen this ronin og and uh, uh another one and called the ronin. ronin uh so uh, fuck. now we got to go back and figure out another name. But or or not, you know, maybe we just kick it out and and whatever. Right.
2: Doesn't so, become a strain. Oh become, well.
1: <laughs> but that happens sometimes. We'll it depends on the strain, you know, it depends on testing, man. Testing's so freaking important. And it's such a <laughs> a bone of contention, I guess. Uh, I don't know how else to put it. Um, you know, it's it, it's tough to find good testers. Um
2: Before you get sidetracked on the tester thing. The work you did
1: for Subman, wow, you know, good testers are hard to find.
2: Yeah, that kind of stuff is hard. Everybody
1: wants to be a tester. (laughs) But 80% of them cut and run.
0: I I know a good network of testers if you're looking for passionate testers that are serious about data. Absolutely. a, A fucking awesome Group of testers, that's tough. we've worked and been in the same circles for years, and we all respect each other's results. And there's the reason why we're all in each other's chats. So if you want, if you ever need some serious testers that will give you good results, I I could help you out. there. Just saying.
1: nice, nice. Yeah, we you know we find a few, we find them here and there, and we try and hang on to them for as long as we can, because you know a, a big percentage of cut and run or. Or, you know, they, they give you a little bit of information, but they never really fill out the screen report at the end, you know. you want Or they to-
0: just hit you up and want just something to add to their damn vault, and they never have any intentions on running that shit. They just want to just pack their little bank, and I know how that, how they work, yeah.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah.
0: The way I see it, if they're nice enough to take the time to go through the work and they believe in it enough to fucking send it to me and shit, you know, more times than not, I'm gonna make fucking room for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, and if I tell somebody I'm gonna run it, I've never fucking told somebody I was gonna run something and never ran that shit. I'm not done you know, it. That's no. an insult. You know, it, it's just to put that goodness and you know, it, what packs i bought now i have a lot of fucking packs i bought and then put it aside that's different I've, I've spent my own damn money oh, on that exactly. it's not something that somebody's entrusted me to give my opinion for and i have gave my word that i'm gonna do that shit you know if somebody's gonna take that responsibility and take that pack that's the least they could do is run and give you their honest opinion anyway that's my opinion on that shit yeah. Yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly. So, you know, it's tough. Um, but we we, we, got, we find good testers here and there. Uh, we try and hang on to them, um, you know, and it's it's filling out that report at the end. That's all we really ask. You know, a little bit of, a little yeah. bit of here and there on Instagram. Awesome. We always, us out. yeah, we always That's appreciate great. people willing We'd to post. It. Absolutely. Love it. When people shout us out, we're struggling to get up. I mean, the, the the number of craft breeders that are you know popping up is insane so we're we're in a sea i think
0: you're being super nice with the craft breeders
1: (laughs) (laughs) we're we're in a sea of bullshit so you know to get we're trying to get hello we're over here we're trying to get seen you know um, and try and stand by our product and, and put out a decent, you know, something we've worked for at least a few generations. I like to do a couple of back crosses with the original um, and, you know, keep those, those traits that I found in the original winning traits that I liked. Um, keep those continued on down the line. So, you know, just try and do it right. Um, and I respect other breeders that do it right. I absolutely truly believe in open source breeding. I think we should share the plant. Nobody owns it. Um, yeah, if you got something of ours, you want to cross it with something, please do. Yeah, awesome. Please just do. It's all we ask is just, you know, hey. If
2: just, somebody asks, where'd you get that berry light? Oh, that's Kenio's Genetics.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So,
0: it's only fair. That's only fair that you the, get, you know, you're marking that line. Yeah. I thank you. A tip of the hat. You know what I mean? We found some nice shit here, you know?
2: <laughs> right. Exactly. It. We hate these, no... you know, the idea that people have, you know, well, oh, that's my strain, you can't breed with that. Dude, where'd you get the two that you bred together to make that? Right. Did, did you go buy smart. permission to use those? Like, and yeah. did the person who made those strains <laughs> buy permission to use that? Unless you're working with land race, you're working with somebody else's work, man. Like,
0: well, I we kind of control know. that on ourselves, really, and that should be controlled by your you guys in general. If you want to fucking uh, control that, you 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 should you you hold it and you don't release it for a little while. You know what I mean? That's usually but, how I see it, how <laughs> it works. You know, you dish it out uh, to testers, and they should be doing their thing with it. And then you guys are kind of spreading the love around samples to getting it known and then uh you know you should have that at least a year grace period before anybody else is out there trying to mess with it you should have a a good grace period before you know it's out there i know that's another pet peeve of mine is uh, tester honor (laughs) that's huge tester honor is huge in my book uh yeah totally Totally. If if somebody, okay, you guys deal me out a tester pack, and I find a freaking gem in that, son of a bitch. Uh, The only person that I should be passing uh, back a clone to before release of that seed, or even within a a year, I believe, of release of that seed, you know what I mean? Uh, That clone should only go back to the breeder. Yeah. I, I shouldn't be popping seeds, finding that one cut, and then trying to dish it out locally. Yeah, here you go. Don't buy, you know, that's an insult to you. Right. You should, you know, you need to make your money off the seeds before any kind of clothes are passed around. And yeah. that time to me should be, uh, you know, at least a year past the fucking seeds. You know what I mean? After release of the seeds, then it could be maybe honorably dealt out. And again, me, I ask, I've i always asked the fucking breeder anytime after they know, can I release this? Is it going to be released? If not, can I release one out to a buddy of mine? Okay, that's cool. If right. not, then yeah, because I've seen that firsthand that, you know, people getting burned by that. And that shit ain't cool. There's too much work into that shit. So, you know, I believe, you know, testing isn't just as big of an honor as the rest of the breeding is too. You know, people should be taking that shit Again, right back to the whole tester thing. If somebody's fucking nice enough to, you know, pass that fire along to you, you shouldn't be trying to fuck them in the end. And try yeah. to, you know, let them yeah. make their money before you go out there and, you know, do your thing with this. Right. right. That you know, like, right. it's one thing, you know, after it's been out there for a while and you've had, you know, you've sold a ton of packs, say, yeah, work with that shit and <laughs> breed it out because... You know it takes time to pick out their own phenol so you should have already had that strain out by then anyway that's right absolutely yeah
1: yeah
0: yeah definitely
1: and along those same lines like um we just we just gave out a bunch um in memory of sub um we almost caught him on the road trip um but uh we were just leaving Arizona. We we're heading up to the Grand Canyon, I think it was. Yeah, we had just
2: left Father and Ruby. When we got
1: the call from him.
2: And Sub called us up and was come like.
1: To find out, he lives in the same town that my daughter lives in. We had already been there for two, two, two days, um, gone up to California come back.
2: <laughs> this was our second time <laughs> in Arizona. And we were closer to him on our first trip through, but we couldn't get a hold of him in time. So by the time he got in touch with us on the second time through Arizona, we were already like a couple hours outside of the Grand Canyon, you know, and he was way down in the middle of the state. So we didn't end up getting a chance to see him, which, you know, really regret now because, you know, it was always, oh, well, you know, we got to go out and see the kids one of these days in Arizona. We'll just meet up with him next time we go out. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Right we haven't been back yet yeah 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 so so yeah um you know we just missed him almost met him um but um yeah so we were heading up towards the Grand Canyon and uh he 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 had gotten back to us and said that you know I got a meeting tonight whatever and he's like I almost thought he might he might say come down, but uh, and we were we were already kind of heading in the other direction, so it didn't quite work out. But anyway, so you know when, when Sub passed, I had had a few um, a few F2s that I had made of uh, some testers that I got from him. Um, I had we had a sweet tea that we got from him. Yeah, we tested sweet um,
2: tea before it got released. Oh, we got so. the,
1: the Mendo dope, uh, the pre-fire Mendo dope that Sub that That's sub-free. a beautiful one right
0: there. Yeah. Sweet tea yeah. was very good. I you know I hands off to sweet tea. But that Mendo Dope was a nice pretty it was a pretty flower.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh beautiful. We had fun growing it. Yeah. Definitely. We still got still we kept a lot of those. The the sweet tea I decided to give away. Um gave away most of those F2s that I made. Um, you know, it's it's not something like like you were saying, it's not something that I would ever sell because it's not my work, you know. If I just F 2 something that somebody else made, then it's their work. It's, it's not mine. You know, um, I, I couldn't take money for that. So, so I decided, you know, I'll share them with everybody. I, they don't need to, all of them don't need to sit here in my stash. I can, I can share them with some people. So we took sweet tea and we took this, um, i got some, I got a tester. It wasn't from sub himself. It was from one of his sales reps here in Maine. And tossed me a pack of um, a five pack or a six pack of XJ13 by Pennywise, so kind of a CBD
0: strain from that Pennywise. Is that Miranda um, Family Farms up there?
2: Uh Miranda Family Farms is in Mass, I think.
1: Are they? Oh, yeah, that does sound familiar. I think. <coughs> yeah,
2: they follow yeah. us on
1: Instagram. Yeah. yeah. Um. So. Um. No, it was uh, it was another dude. Um, what was his name woodworker. Yeah, the woodworker. Um, he ran a great north the great green north. Great Green North that was it. She got it. Great Green North uh, up here in Maine. Um, so i got I think I got a five pack sample pack from him that he tossed me. Um, it, uh, did you ever run that? Have you ever heard of that XJ13 by Pennywise? Yeah, I know you were a tester for Sub.
0: Yeah, I've heard of it. I didn't run that one, but I've heard of it. Great results. That's one I, of the ones that I'm surprised didn't make it.
2: We were surprised when we heard it wasn't going to make it because well,
1: we, Sub Sub told me himself that like on an Instagram post about it or something. Um, Sub told me himself that, or might have been one of his one of his live streams. Um, said that he was interested in hearing about that because he had sent it out to testers, but really didn't get any results back. He didn't hear anything about it. So he thought maybe it still had potential. Um, so I just, I'm, I'm sitting on all these F2s of this strain. So I decided, you know, I don't need all these, um, keep some for myself, but I gave, gave the rest of them away uh, for 420 last weekend. Uh, That's just pretty I think we got rid of all of them. Um, but yeah. So uh, yeah. yeah, like you were saying, you know that that's I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't have felt right selling them to anybody trying to get money for them, so might as well share them, you know. So we put those out in memory of Sub.
0: Pretty damn awesome. I you know he was a great guy. He was you know yeah. I, he caught so much shit online and I that was a conversation I had with that dude many, many times was uh how he dealt with that shit, man. It's uh, you know he was quite different offline, you know. We talked to him on the phone and that's shit, what I've man. heard.
1: I never you know, I never knew him like that. That's what I've heard, absolutely. But uh, yeah.
0: He was a very kind of hearted person and fucking I that was one of the bitches about sub is he always dealt out so many free seeds and uh, everybody was always quick to take them. But, you know, again, that feedback was very rare, you know, that people are quick to just take them and, you know, Oh, sub gave me a pack and, you know, never give back that feedback. But, come on, man. Somebody, he took the time to make the seeds and fucking go to the post office, buy the damn envelope and send them to you and you can't even fucking get back with them and fucking go, hey, it was bomb. You fucking wrecked my garden, you know. (laughs) Jesus, you know. You gotta get back some feedback, you know, one way or another. Hell, if that's the reason why you didn't, you know, Give the feedback that's still in its fucking self-feedback, it. You know what I mean? Right. There's nothing worse than fucking silence all in itself, but you know, exactly. deserves all the props he gets. He did a lot more for, for the community than, you know, all the naysayers that tried to drag him down, fucking give him credit for it. Yeah. Then, you know, the sad thing about it was no. the most of the naysayers were the first motherfuckers, excuse my language. To post up that rest in peace fucking picture and shit. Oh, poor yeah. so um, them were the same ones that were you would see on their fucking streams fucking tossing rocks. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. pisses me off because he was such a it was he was a fucking great dude that didn't. So I, I'm really honored that you're doing that. That's super cool. Uh it's we had a uh, You know, I'm actually sitting on a bunch of packs, uh, like 57. Well, I gave some away on 420. and I was sitting on them. I I said this last night I was sitting on them and I was thinking, you know, what's, you know, and I thought, you know what, that's the best way to honor the man is to fucking not keep them in that case, but to fucking get them out there and fucking get going. And I, that was my, that's my stance. on what I've got too is, uh, I could recreate, try to do that and recreate and give away seeds, but I don't even want to do that. I think I would rather uh, pop them babies, uh, do my phenol hunt, and just plug as many clones out around here as I could to people that wanted them. And uh, hopefully, you know, good homes in case I ever want to <clears throat> grab one back that I could grab one of them gems back because can't keep them all. Of course, I might keep a seed or two on every run, but you know, yeah. But I think that's what I want to do with mine, too, is pop them and just give away clones here and there. You know, I don't want to go through the hassle ha- of making seeds. So that's just an easier way for me. And uh, Sar Delta Nine, who was another close friend, was in chat the other night. She was talking about she had packs. She didn't know what to do, she wanted to save them or whatever. And I told, like I told her, you can always keep that pack. You can keep the cover as memory, you know. But crack them beans and keep that keep that legend alive. That's the way to honor the man. Is to get that plant going. I,
1: I was in chat. I remember you said that. Absolutely.
0: I'm glad you're watching. Man. Yeah. I'm super stoked you fucking watch her. I have
1: since father was on. Uh, you know, Fada bottom was of good people. Bottom Mike is good people, and and uh, you know. So since he was on, I've been. I remember your name from you know Sub Show a couple years ago, even you know two, three, four years ago. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Is I've right? known Sub for uh, probably close to ten years. Yeah. I've been working in uh, around Sub. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so you had you had Fada on and you know he was talking us up a bit and and then you hit us up to come on and and yeah, hell yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm super glad that he was able to put us together. You know, that's what you know good communities do. You know, we should be pulling each other up as we come up, you know. That's, that's what makes the world go around, you know. If everybody did that, it'd be a fucking amazing place. Yeah. So many people are so quick to fucking try to rush in the front of the head of the line and fucking trip everybody along the way. But yeah, you know, like you're saying, like open source your shit and fucking help each other up. You know, give everybody credit along the way. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the most important thing, right there. Is you know, give everybody their dues. Yeah, huh. we all deserve a light.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
2: We'd all be a lot better off if we worked together instead of competed against each other.
1: Frenchie talked about that, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we met Frenchie Canoli in in Boston uh, two years ago. He wasn't there last last year. Two years ago, we had a beautiful conversation
2: with him, and you know, we thanked him for sharing his knowledge because the man is always willing to. Go the extra mile when it comes to educating you. You know, if you stand there and ask him ten questions, he's going to stop and answer ten questions. And he doesn't even think twice about sharing everything and anything he can to help you become a better grower, a better <laughs> hash maker. You know.
1: Yeah. So you know. You,
2: sorry. I'm
1: trying to. <laughs> Oh, yeah. so,
2: so we were having a conversation with him and we thanked him for sharing knowledge, you know, and that not everybody does that, you know, it's a you know pretty competitive world out there. And Frenchie made the, the statement that if you can't handle your competition knowing as much as you know, then you're in the wrong industry anyway, because your quality should speak enough for itself that you would want your competitors to be as smart as you, because what we're creating is medicine and everybody should be taking the best medicine. Nobody should have to take bad medicine and you shouldn't want anybody to know less than you. And if you're not confident enough in yourself to want to help educate your competition, then you shouldn't even be in the industry. And I thought that was amazing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I have to agree. I have to agree, and it takes big people to fucking, like you said, to equal the playing field right from the beginning and say, "All right, let's work. You know, let's take it now from here." And what do we? What do you got now? You know, it's it's huge. You know, another thing I have, I heard you guys mention briefly, uh, when you were talking about the importance of uh, the mail there, you reiterated exactly almost what uh, Mr. Soul was saying the other night. uh, Perfectly.
1: Yeah, I was there for that too. Yes, Mr. Soul. Yeah. Yeah. You've had some good content. (laughs) We met Mr. Soul
2: last year at the Boston Freedom Rally. Yeah.
1: Nice.
0: (laughs) Hell Yeah. You guys uh, are pretty awesome. I mean, it sounds like you guys, like I said, you guys know how to party, man. If I, if I ever get out that way, I think I'm going to look you guys up. we be honored.
2: We met Jinx and Miss Rose two years ago. I think I can find some damn pictures.
0: Oh, yeah. You can. I've can been find honored to meet him a few people. times, too. He'll be on for uh, the fifth. Um, fifth. Now
2: I'm on a picture hunt for, for pictures of us with, you know, or the, you know, the people that we've met along the way. <laughs> um,
0: so many great people, you know, that's the other thing about the people in the cannabis industry. And I don't know if you can compare you should be able to compare it to the rock and roll side. I mean, how does a cannabis people versus, uh, you know, um, uh, people in the rock industry are how are they uh, like approachable from one to the other i know anybody that i've looked up to in the cannabis industry and wanted to walk up to they've been like hey come here fucking, you know take picture whatever but is it the same way and like uh, was it the same way for you in the, uh, the music industry were they that friendly
2: um the music industry is kind of a hit or miss moment uh, it depends on the person, the band. Their ego. Um, their yeah, their ego has a lot of play. Being a female, it's a very male-dominated industry, including the photography the photographer's pit. There are not a lot of females in the photography pit, especially in the rock scene, because if you can't take, you know, a foot to the head you know, from a mosh pit behind you. Y- you don't belong in the photographer's pit because it's going to happen. So there's not a lot of females down there very often, but I'm nearly six feet tall. I tend to hold my own. <laughs> um
0: I may be citing out a bad music genre for a comparison. <laughs> no, not at all. Because
2: The community is completely different. You know, the community, yeah. the, the, the rock community is a family like the cannabis community is especially okay. I used to shoot a lot of local bands and the local rock community like a local cannabis community can be incredibly tight you know like There's, fans they still humble yeah they're yeah. extremely humble still so you know like the small breeders are extremely humble still so they're you know more approachable it translates in bands too um I've shot some major bands that are still really humble. Hailstorm, for example. Lizzie Hale is extremely humble and willing to meet anybody. She's incredible. But then you get somebody like Brett Michaels, and unless you're paying $250 to wear a VIP tag and meet him for five seconds and get a picture taken with him, he's not talking to you.
0: But see, there's no respect there. You know what I mean? I think you. as Soon as you have to shell out that dollar sign to stand next to him and fucking take a picture and shit, you've lost. I might have paid for the picture, but you've lost my respect, sir. Okay. That's kind of the way I feel about that. Yeah, exactly. Know. Totally changes the experience. Yeah.
2: So you know, and you get that in the cannabis community too. There, there are some bigger people that really don't make time for the little people. Now that they're big and famous, you know, but then you get the Most, people that are yeah. still big and and will say hi to anybody and you know stop and talk and and share knowledge. So
0: like said, they're very when I'm similar, at, really. I met Frenchie. That dude gave me a hug. Yes. We're to hug. We're gonna
1: hug, <laughs> hug Frenchie. Um you gave I wanted me to share. more
0: time than I deserve I actually even told him that. I'm like, I don't even want to hold you up, man. You gave me more time than I deserve. Please go about your day. Thank you. You know, it was that many people I respect right there. The people that will, you know, yeah. take their time and shake your hand. I'll you know, I'll I'll support your products and I'll, you know, I'll be a fan for a long time. But that, like I said, you you change that around and that might be the last album or pack seeds or whatever it is I buy, you know. I might have respect for what you've done, but I may have lost respect for you <laughs> for the person, I guess. I don't know. Exactly. I'm just yep. Go ahead.
2: Um so I found one thing to share, so I'm gonna throw the screen up. So this right here is yeah, that's me on stage with now. So, yeah, I found that one. So I wanted to share that while I was scrolling through trying to find the videos. That was me on stage with Mendo last year.
0: That's pretty damn. <laughs> yeah, you guys Head. I mean, I think we could even go after we get done talking cannabis. I can't wait to. That's kind of what I want to pick you guys' brain about uh, is music, yeah. You know? Because uh when we get there anyways. If you want to go So how many streams do you have available right now? If they ventured off to your site and went into uh how many strains uh, can they find? We got 11, right? I think 11
1: released right now.
2: Oh,
1: yeah. Um, yeah, let's that's see. <clears> that's
2: Yeah. Kineo's Lights, Big Lights, Berry Lights, Kineo's Cheese, those are the four Kineo's Originals. Northern White Rhino, Morbid, Mom, Huckerberry Knockout, Black Cherry Surprise is an extremely limited edition that I think one seed bank has one pack left. There's a
1: couple of packs left out there, I think, but, um, yeah. Um,
2: yeah, yeah, I think I said, mom, hang on, I'm just going to, I'm going to cheat.
1: So yeah, like 10 or 11, maybe right now, um, (laughs) I mean, a bunch more we could we could do, but we, we, we got to see more testing. Um, you know, we've we, a couple of you know one or two grows coming back isn't enough for me if we haven't run it too much ourselves. If we've been running it all along, um, you know, we know we know what we're looking for, and if we're seeing it pretty consistently, then we're, you know we're happy with that choice. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, it's getting, it's getting tester feedback back more than just a couple of runs, you know, to make some sort of decision, um, on what to do with the plan. Is it going back to the breeding room for another shot? Uh, you know, try and pull something out a little bit more. It needs a little heavy, a little bit better structure or something, or, you know, you're looking to pull a color out a little bit more. Um, you know, so. I'm working with a, with a purple now, um, Midnight Sky, we're calling it. Um, so, you know, just trying to pull the purples out in it and, and do it consistently, you know, bring it out enough filial generations that that it's going to be consistently purple. Um, so we'll we'll keep working it until it gets there. Um, so just putting in the time. This is... Trying to um, get it right. This one has been in testing
2: for a little while. It's probably going to be the closest one to being released from us in the near future. This is our citrus explosion tester. This is a progression shot of the growth from one of our testers. Absolutely beautiful, frosty. And there's a comment over here from one of our other testers that says theirs looks absolutely identical to this. And that's what we love to hear. You know, if we've got testers that can see each other's grows <laughs> and say, mine looks exactly like that, then we know we've done something right.
1: <laughs> so we're starting to get a few of those back now here and there. So we're going to some, some of those. A lot of them we're bringing back to breeding. honestly. I mean, we, we put our last round of testers, we probably had, what, eight strains, Yeah. Total go out. To, you know, to random people, not random people. You know, kind of hooked up with them a little bit, and we we pull them into a chat in in on Instagram. You know, the in the DM there, um, and you know we open a chat to for everybody to be able to talk and get to know each other and try and you know we try and try and build a relationship with them, and uh, you know hoping that you know we make some kind of connection and they'll be eager to. It's eager to feed us information, you know. Um, so, trying to find a good, a good group of people to give me, you know, some good feedback. Um, so, you know, if we if we can really get to that, then then we could really put some stuff out. Um, you know, but we are gonna take the time. You know, like I said we about eight strains, maybe two of those will get released, and the rest of them are going back to the grading room for for you know the next filial generation or or whatever maybe a back cross or or something else so uh just trying to pull out different characteristics and you know things that fit the name or right yeah i mean that citrus explosion if
2: we didn't have every tester tell us that it made their room reek of oranges and lemons then it would go back to the breeding room for more orange and lemon terpenes you know because that's what the name implies. That's what it better do.
1: Yeah. So just yeah, trying to trying to do it right as far as that goes.
0: Well, I'm sure you guys. Like I said before, I don't doubt at all from just hearing you guys talk about you guys' uh, store. Uh, you know, just tells me a lot about your breeding ethics before you even got into breeding. You're gonna take that, like I said before. You're gonna take that kind of pride standing behind somebody else's products. I'm sure what you guys are gonna put forth is nothing but good stuff. So, I, you know, I would, wouldn't flinch taking buying one of your guys' packs already. And, and that's a, that's another thing I think is so great about you guys coming out here and, uh, and coming on is, getting to know the breeder is huge to me. You know, I like to know what kind of person I'm working with, and you know, what kind of love they have for the plant. Like I said, you know, you don't get to hear this side of the quality that often. You know what I mean? There's a lot of pollen chuckers out there, and they may come on, and what are they going to just tell you? They may not tell you uh, the uh, the time they took in finding them studs or whatever. They're just going to be like, "Yeah, I do this in there," and you know, I got these seeds available, and that's going to show. That's yeah. going to show. It. And everybody that's watching that is going to be like,
1: and it's, it's sad sometimes too, you know, you look at and they've got, you know, 20,000 followers on Instagram or something, you know, they're selling packs. And it's like, fuck man, you know, I'm, I'm trying to do it right and be decent. And, and, you know, these are the guys that are killing it and making all kinds of money, but you know, we'll get there. It, I, I know it takes time, you know, um, like I said, I tried to get, get, it, get start getting the brand out there about 2016. Um, when I felt comfortable with being able to mail seats, not get busted for it, you know. Um, so we made, I made that decision and, and uh, you know, we haven't looked back really and just trying to trying to chug along and get out there getting packs out there, putting out some freebies here and there. The Puckerberry knockout was awesome. Honestly, we got screwed in that deal. It was, a, it was a Canadian seed bank, and you know, to really get out out there in this game, you gotta you gotta do consignment with some of the seed banks if that's the route that you want to go. You know, if you're not gonna sell them yourself and and mail them out of your own house or whatever, uh, if you want somebody else to sell them for you, market them market them for you. You know, you got to get in a seed bank. Um, sometimes you got to do it on consignment, and you know the two that I'm still with have those seeds on consignment. I get paid when they sell it back. But um, well, the two we're still with are know?
2: trustworthy. Yeah,
1: and sometimes <laughs> they bail. I've had two Canadian seed banks bail on me with they never pay me for seeds, and I never got the seeds back. A um, bunch of those testers of the Puckerberry Knockout went out though via what the second one of those and the people that are popping them love it and so we've sold some packs some new packs from friends of those people because of all of the hype they're starting about it you know it's awesome it's really awesome to see that and you see that kind of start happening and it's like okay here we go you know this work is starting to maybe look like it might pay off You know, the chance that we took, you know, wanting to be in this game so bad and just deciding to, you know, jump, why not? And that's what I did, you know? And it was, you know, I was watching, watching Sub come on lives every other night. It was, it was during that time meeting, you know, finding out who Fida Mike was and what kind of a person he is and, you know, Pedro and Dizzy, and who else were on at that time? Dago, Dago, now doggo, uh, I guess, right? Med Grower for Growly, Grow Mouse. You know, around then. Mm-hmm. Um, and that time kind of it inspired me to to you know,
3: and only live
1: of once. Med-grower. If you're gonna do it, do it. You know, jump. So I decided to jump. You know.
0: Would have too. What a better time to do it? What a better right. time. Right,
1: you know. I feel like it was late. You know, the game was already starting. It was already rolling.
0: Uh, it's just getting going. Yeah, it's just getting going. Just getting the momentum here on this thing. I think that's the thing too. That's you know, people like yourself. The more seeds that get out there, the more people that get growing. The less likely they're going to be able to shut the door on this damn thing, you know. When everybody's got a couple plants in the garden, they're definitely uh, they're not going to turn the to shut the door on us. That's for sure. They'll never be able to shut the door.
1: Right. Well, and and that's the thing too. And and you know we're competing in. A, and you got the whole. We just produce regular seeds. You know, we're a small craft, small craft breeder producing regulars. Period. Um, and we hear it all the time. The, the biggest question we get, got any autos? No. <laughs> got any femmes Got any femmes? You know, <laughs> got any
0: clones? You know. Got any clones?
2: Yeah. Oh, good God.
1: At the shop. All day. All every day. Clones. We, you got you can know, like sell know, clones? You mentioned the clones earlier, taking cottons and selling them. And I, You got me thinking, you know, maybe we should just say screw it and do that and actually do offer clones. We know they're clean. You know, I always worry about someone buying clones and going, Well, I got freaking spider mites from you, you know, blah, 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 you know, or something like that. But if we know that we're clean, if we know it's clean, we should feel okay with, with selling clones. No,
0: you know? and I would actually some kind of lean towards that at one point, uh, like a license type cut, you know what I mean? Breeder select. I wouldn't have a problem uh, like playing, like, an extra amount of money say you know if you're paying 60 bucks for a pack of five pack for seeds paying you know, like 100 150 bucks for like a fucking breeder select clone that's already been narrowed down phenol hunted and this is the one you're telling me is going to represent what they're looking for on the pack yeah it saves a shitload of time and you're already you know off and racing Within a couple months, you know, you can take that clone, clone it out. You can have ten in a matter of time. You know right. what I mean? It's a lot quicker process than you would that pack of seeds. It seems like it would be well worth the jump to uh you know. Like I said, just get that one. Just knowing that this is this is the breeder's representation right here of right. It'd seem worth it.
1: Right, that's that's absolutely a good thought. You got me thinking that you know I've been kind of stubborn about that, and no, no, we we got the seeds, we don't do clones. It gives it
0: gives the it gives the local guys a edge up, and it spreads the legend a, a little bit quicker. You know what I mean? Because then no it's getting out there, it's getting smoked, it's fucking you know,
1: yeah. Right, there's a place, unfortunately, right up the street from us that that has done clones for longer than we've been open. So. Kind of felt like you know, that was part of it too. You know, I didn't need to step on their toes if they've got clones. But you know, we 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 should we know the quality that that we try to work but with. See though, so. that's
0: the other thing. They're offering clones, but they ain't offering your clones. So right. how the fuck are you stepping on their toes? You're <laughs> not putting out the seats.
1: my clone. Right.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. You ain't stepping on nobody's toes offering just you putting out seeds, so you know What's the difference? If you're putting right. out seeds And putting out clothes, it's the same damn thing Really to me Just quicker transport <laughs> Quicker method, you know, means to the end there Yeah yes.
1: yeah. yeah, totally Yeah Yeah, wow Yeah, yeah. so
0: Holy cow We know anybody in chat here? Lots of them
2: Mr. Green pots and chat, and I grew some. Yeah, I grew some. Yeah.
0: You know, if you, I'm not yeah, saying you know have you. to, but if you guys want to play with chat, uh, you're more than welcome to give away a pack if you wanted to, like play yeah. a number game with them or something. Uh, oh, give This there. is how I do it. I, uh you got to make it clear that it's U.S. only, which we always do because we're Dead. not trying to ship out of seas. Yeah, And yeah. We got, we got 53 in chat right now, so I'd yeah. like just like maybe a number from like 1 to 50, or 1 to 150, or 0 to 150, God, I'm stupid, <laughs> 0 to say 150, so they got, you know, a range there, and then you, well, you guys write down a number, the first one in chat to uh, get closest to the number that you see, or you write down, and then they could DM you for the details, that sound fair? Great.
2: Pen. I got a pen
1: right here. We'll do a pack of berry lights. That that one that uh, the spot of Mike's growing right now. Um, I know he was kind of talking it up a little bit the other night when he was on. Um, and uh, so yeah, we'll do a pack a pack of that. Hopefully, hopefully you'll uh, you'll find that fino in there.
2: Oh, main high life grow two o seven. That's one of our testers right there. That's actually. That citrus explosion picture that I just shared, she literally just missed it. So I'm going to reshare it because she's sitting in there.
0: Well, she can always go back and rewatch. Please go back and rewatch. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: That that citrus explosion tester right there was grown by Main High Life. Grow 207 in the chat right now. She did an absolutely amazing job with it.
1: Yeah, that one's looking good.
0: Looking really good. All
2: right. Am I picking the number?
1: I think he did. Did you did, are we picking the number?
0: Yeah, this is your show. I don't want to okay.
2: okay. Something right. between one and one fifty. One and one fifty. Am I picking it? Sure. Sure.
0: You can uh before we say go. Before we say go, yeah, I've done this before. So, <laughs> before we say go, two uh, You can you can DM me uh, in the, where it says chat down there. You can uh, send me the number so I can be looking for it. You know what I mean? I can help you guys uh, spot it after we say go. You got
2: this? Okay, I got it written down. Get that?
0: Okay. I did. I see it. Okay. So whenever you guys are ready, uh remember, guys, it's between 1 and 150 are the numbers. Or, yeah, 1 and 150. And when they say go, it's the first one that gets closest or dead on to the number wins. Okay? Okay. So, go. U.S. only, guys. You know, it takes like twenty seconds or something to delay. You'll see; those they ain't gonna mess around. <laughs> Not that big. Of, there we go. Ooh. See that yeah. we, got, we got Yeah. Close. You, you guys, uh, too, right? I did. We'll let it run for say like another 30-40 seconds. But so far we've come.
2: Yeah. One. We know who won. If you didn't catch it, we did.
1: We got
2: people over there for. Oh. Something. Yeah, we're good.
0: Another 20 seconds, guys. Alright, that's it.
2: Yeah, alright. It's going to Mr. Green Pot's because he come up with 87 and I don't know if I can... Yeah, that says there we go. 86. So
0: one off gets it.
2: One off so, gets it.
0: Mr.
1: Greenpot. Congrats, Mr. Mr. Greenpot. Green um you can you hit are a,
0: a lucky point. winner some dank.
1: No, I've seen you know. some pot somewhere. Bottom show, sub show probably. I've seen you around. Oh.
0: You get an edge up on everybody else. Get to grow that fire before anybody else is able to get it. That's pretty awesome. Pretty damn awesome.
1: Cool. So email?
0: Yeah. Make sure you're yeah, to um, DM them on Instagram. Yeah, that'll
1: Mr. work. Green Pots. Instagram. Just just hit us up on DM.
2: Yeah. If you need
1: the email, let us know, Mr. Not, yeah. It's pngogenetics um, at gmail.com gmail.com. Just spell it out with the S's. Kineos Genetics. Oh, it's spelled That's out. Pretty properly. awesome, guys. No X's, you know, for S or anything like that. Yeah. You know. Yeah, no, properly. it's spelled.
2: <laughs> it's spelled right.
1: Yeah.
0: That's pretty awesome. Now, do we get the story of uh, Kineos K-i-n-i-o. Oh, Kineo, yes yeah. Kineo is my dog.
1: Um, yeah she's working on a picture right now. Kineo is actually my dog. Um, she's a 10 year old um, American pit bull terrier, um, little white sweetheart baby that's been by my side for 10 years now. Um, and uh, so that's actually Kineo.